Hello and welcome to the High Wide and Handsome Podcast, episode 27. The Christmas special drunk cast featuring Findex Frog and Quutang Clan, aka Quinny. I drank a big bag of cans with the lads and recorded a podcast. We talked loads and loads and loads of shite. That's why it went on for two hours. So, sorry if we went a bit off track. But I think it's half interest in most of it anyway. Um, I hope you've had a great year. Merry Christmas. I hope you have a great Christmas. And thanks for all the support in 2019. It's been amazing. I didn't even... I didn't think I would have reached this many sort of weekly downloads or sponsorship or anything. And even this like this time next year, realistically. Um, so it's been amazing. Thanks for all the engagement. If you haven't, go and leave a review, a review for a Christmas present for me. And... Uh, yeah, or just give me a shout out on social media or whatever if you don't have Apple. Yeah, I hope you enjoy the podcast, but very quickly before you listen. The sponsors of the episode are Footstock. Footstock's a combination of card trading and daily fantasy football. You can buy Premier League player cards and use them to enter fantasy football tournaments. For new sign-ups, they're currently providing 5 free player cards and a £5 cash balance to get you started, with absolutely no deposit required. Throughout this month, they're running a 15% net buys bonus offer for all users. You get up to 500 quid on them. There's a season-long 10 grand free roll with the winner guaranteed 5 grand, which can be entered throughout the whole season. Get involved with the link in the description of the podcast. I'm an affiliate, so I'll get something if you click that link and sign up. It might be a good time to try it now, whenever there's no other international games on, and you know, just the premiership over Christmas with the winter breaks across Europe. So uh, yeah, you can try it out for free. Um, I hope you enjoy the episode. Let us know what you think. Give it a share, give it a retweet, do whatever you can on social media with it to help me out. And yeah, thanks for listening. Have a great Christmas. Merry fucking Christmas, motherfuckers. <laughs> And that's two quid in the swear jar. Welcome to Fintex Frog and Quinny, a.k.a. Kutang Clan. Frog, everyone knows you. Quinny, do you want to introduce yourself? Uh, hi, I'm Jonathan Quinn. Uh, I'm on Twitter sometimes and make YouTube videos on Football Index. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Go on, you boy, yeah. yeah. I'll drink to that. I'll drink to that. And Frog, do you want to introduce yourself to anyone who doesn't know who you are if they haven't listened to the podcast before? They don't know who I am. Like, what the fuck? Oh, shit. Do I <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not paying for that. <laughs> do I have to pay too? Because if I pay, I might as well like send you like 100 quid right now. It's up to you. It's up to you. Look, I'm doing my swear challenge. I mean, if yeah. anyone else wants to do I, I don't, it. I don't have a coin and glass next to me to like do the whole effect thing but yeah yeah basically it's going to cost me a fucking fortune anyway okay. um so look here's what i'll do i'll type in here like there's one okay anytime frog frog swears i'm going to tot it up oh shit <laughs> get a mortgage get your mortgage application um yeah so findex frog known on like known not uh on twitter and um on slack ig index gain um yeah um merry fucking christmas <laughs> boom that's two charity's already four quid from this episode um look kwutang yep. people have met do you know what though people have met frog in terms of the the kind of trading bear segment i'll have a drink to trading bear that's what i'll do right now yeah yeah shout out to trading bear like get well Cheers. soon man you know. shout out to trading bear to the big man um 
Yeah, so people have heard you on the the Trading Bear segment, but I don't think we've ever really delved into you on a podcast type level either. So we'll go for Quinny first because I did say him, but Quinny, tell us a bit about yourself, your football index journey, and tell us, what's your method, man? (laughs) Did did anyone see what I did there? (laughs) I'll spell it out for you at home. Method Man is a member of Wu-Tang Clan, okay? I I can't can't let that one ride. That's where the Twitter handle comes from. No, no. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, that's it. I've been on Football Index for um, about, I think I'm going on three years now. I was here for the, I was here the January before the World Cup. So that was 2018, wasn't it? Yeah. So I've been through. So I joined in the January, and then we went in through the World Cup, and out the other side of that, IPDs and share splits and your everything, obviously in recent history. And uh, halfway along that, I was doing. Pretty, I made tons of mistakes, like everyone does. Obviously, the first three to six months, and then I got a good handle on it. I had a good few months, and had some great trades. And I just it was a. I think it must have been a new year or something. I barely remember it now, but I decided I'm just going to screen record this and put it on YouTube. <laughs> Why not? And. Oh People watched it, you know what I mean? And uh, I get positive <laughs> feedback, you know. I, I think like 99.9% of my videos have like no dislikes, which is not a weird, which isn't a pure amazing thing, if you know what I mean. But see, when you're just doing something on your phone and putting it out there, <laughs> see, as long as everybody watches it, likes it, that's kind of result, you know, back of the net. And uh, well, I just kind of, yeah, you're over the moon with that. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So I've, I've kind of seen a lot and I, I say it quite a lot myself, but we were kind of chatting about it before I started recording, but. Um, my is uh, is being being ahead of the crowd. That's the main thing I'm always thinking about. Whatever, however, I can address it up and kind of shape it in mind and or my and my kind of yeah diversifying. If that makes sense, um, it's just about thinking ahead of everyone else. At the end of the day, <laughs> and I think every football index strategy basically boils down to the same thing <laughs> in one way, shape, or form. Doesn't matter how you how you do it or think about it in your mind. You know. No, I think you're 100. percent it literally is just in whatever way you try and get out of it, it's thinking ahead of the crowd because you want to buy them before other people buy the same person. Yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah the pair the pair is still in my fucking thunder right here. But <laughs> <laughs> well, see 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 on that note. See on that note, but right, see see for as long as we've been talking. The one thing I've been dying to ask, right? Obviously, uh Frog like your last guy that went, uh Max, was if Max Phillip or Something like that, my German boy. We just announced what this is. Like, this is also the this is the Christmas drunk cast special, but it's also the week of the max. (laughs) That's it. So, see what see what I want to know, right? Is obviously I seen all the stats now. You put up with a guy why you picked him, right? See what I want to know is like what was like the the tunnel you were going down where he was at the end. If that makes sense. What was it you were like? We need to specify which Max we're talking about. Are we talking about Max Arnold of Wolfsburg? The, or, the Augsburg or Phil, defender, Phil, whatever Phil, it is. Max yeah. from Augsburg. Okay, so so yeah. basically, Philip Max. Um, first, for, first and foremost, I I thought he was like ridiculously undervalued for an attacking fullback that um, offered a goal threat, assist threat. Um, he'd hit PB scores before. Um, obviously, after I'd bought him, he just won PB. He's since won PB twice, um, twice since. But um, basically, I, you know, it, it's it's the way the index is. It's the way the matrix. You know, like you know, at the end of the day, centre backs can still win PB, 
and they will win PV and they will grow in price. But it's 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 basically it's basically about the fullbacks. And um, the one thing about Max is that I'll be straight up with you. He was playing left back and he has played left back most of the season. But since then, he's actually played further forward. So that's added to the success that I've had. Oh really? Um, but but the other thing is like Philip Max was linked with PSG last summer. Really? So like you know, and he put, yeah, and he plays for he plays for like a mediocre Bundesliga team, and like you know the, the transfer potential is there, and the guy's got an eye for goal, right? and like don't get me wrong, like in the past month, it's it's you know we're, look, we talk about best trades ever, you know, like in terms of you can look long term, you can look short term, like. I, I look at Max as a long-term trade, but in terms of the short term, by far the best trade I've ever had. Like, you know, 100% return in, like, f- less than four weeks. That's amazing, man. You know, like, yeah, it, it really, it really is. And, like, but to be honest, I didn't, I didn't know that he was going to be on penalties and stuff. So, like, you know, I, I, I just went for my usual criteria of players that I feel are undervalued and have serious growth and dividend potential. Um, the rest, the rest has all fallen into place. That's created the month that I've had. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. Like you know, he he just he just ticked a lot of box. He takes all. I have certain boxes that I need to tick, and he ticked them, and I bought them, and yeah, the rest is history, as they say. Yeah. So if people haven't uh, clocked by now, everyone kind of knows who Frog is. He's Findex Frog, the fraudulent tipster. Dodgiest man on Twitter, but um, he's with us and we love him. <laughs> Fraud- uh, fraudulent, fraudulent. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> not- <laughs> I just spell it out like F R O G. It's fraudulent. It's all there in black and white, bro. R O G. No, he's uh, be fair now, Frog. This is something I need to be like. I praise. I was talking to someone else. Um, F I Force. Shout out to FI Force. He's a guy who I would talk to regularly enough in the in the DMs. Um, good lad. And he was sort of saying to me, Jesus Christ, this guy Frog has a crystal ball. Since you've replaced Trading Bear, now Trading Bear made some cracking calls too, so this isn't a slide on Trading Bear at all. You have both made you are both unbelievable at this, by the way. Um, but your la your frogs fine since you've come on the, the, the show have been insane. You had your man Rafinha, who went and scored. Um and it was a great pick and I have no doubt we'll shoot a big PB score soon. Then who was it? Was it Adama Triori? Yeah, well, like yeah, well, okay, so masterly. And then no, but here let me finish. You said to me, you wrote to me, kind of off the record, um, the night that Max Philip got his PB win. Now there was two PB wins in the last couple of weeks. The first one you wrote to me saying basically, like for God's sake. He was supposed to be the frogs fine tomorrow. I'll have to find someone else. So he was he was one of your picks. He went and did his thing. And then who was the most recent one? Your man um Catchy? Uh, Anthony Catchy, Catchy from like, Strasbourg. You people know, like, are still yeah. people are still start, just beginning to see the value in him. He's risen loads, even that was like two weeks ago or whatever. I'll be str- I'll be straight up, right? Like um regarding regard like, let's start from Anthony Catchy. Okay, like, he's continuing to climb. He hasn't done anything since I posted. Um, you know, like I still expect that to come and like, you know, you know, it's it's nice that he's People are still seeing are seeing seeing the value in them, etc., and the potential, etc. But yeah, if you if you go back to Philip Max, basically, um, I got off the rig that Friday. We were like generally recording on Fridays. That Friday night, he went and took down PB. Yeah. Um. So if I hadn't if I hadn't got off the rig and was unable to record because I was drunk in Aberdeen, um, then 
then then basically Philip Max would have been released prior to that PB win and everything that's happened since. You know, I, I feel bad for like followers and things like that. I've tried to make up for it by making continuous Philip Max posts. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah, like I, I posted about him when he was like 87 pence after his first PB win and blah, blah, et cetera, et cetera. You know, like I've tried to like give the heads up regarding it. Like I, it's not because he won PB, I can't like make him a frog's find. You know, of course I can. Like, that makes no difference. However, you know, it's just, it, I, I don't know maybe I'm just a little bit too critical like not critical but like I, I, I just want to it's just my strategy my whole strategy is geared towards identifying players that the masses haven't found yeah and you know you know and Philip Max is a shining example of that you know I've made a hundred percent on him in a month and you know I've not done that in every other one but like you know like regarding like the growth of them all like you know they're all you know all the ones i generally find do do well but but see sorry so how did you so so obviously you didn't just wake up and go fill it back so let me look at his graph you know let me check his stats you know how did you get to him that's why i was kind of wanting to know that's why i always find interesting about when people pick you know see when people buy people i'm always really interested about how they got there you know like what was the wee tunnel you went down you know can number six by the way Ooh. Oh yeah, yeah. crack, crack it open, son. <laughs> Number six. Number six. Yeah, no, we, we'll get it in by the end of the podcast. I'm only on six now. Sorry. Are you are you on cat? Are you on catch up, Quinny? Are you? Uh, yeah, I'm only on like bottle number four. Ah, uh, I'm on six too. I'm on and six. Bottles. And there are bottles, <laughs> Quinny. I reckon you down one for the masses. You take a selfie video and post it to Twitter. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Don't know if I could. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, going back to Max, basically, um, I bought like I generally do. Like I'll buy a f- like you know I don't buy one share anymore because one shares are very annoying. I have like a I have a I have one one share guy. I'm too tight for that. That sticks <laughs> that sticks in my mind. Jeff Ryan Adelaide, who went up like four hundred percent, and I was holding one bloody oh no way share. Yeah, ouch. Yeah, if you were holding, man, that's a sore one. <laughs> all right so philip max is basically I, I i played like i do with a lot of guys like i play chicken a little bit and i'm like okay so like i've got i've got i've got money invested in this player and, and that player and like you know the, the the group of players and i knew max i knew max had it in him so i was just waiting i was waiting and basically he won that pb and he didn't really fucking move and i was just like okay I got lucky there, so now is my time because I knew it was coming. I, like, I knew, I knew he had it in him. Like the guy scores goals, he's a left back, he's a, you know, and he's got the transfer links. So that was my time to go big in him, like I do. Like I have a strategy that basically I go big in players that I believe are massively underpriced, and then like once they start hitting certain price targets, I'll I'll I'll, I'll sell some to bank some profit, and I'll I'll remain at a holding price like. Like some, you know, a price that I feel sorry, an amount of shares that I feel that like I want to continue to hold that player at. That's that's basically what my strategy is. Um, thing with Max is basically I, I just did exactly the same, and, and like as we know, like the you know I just I just I just look at players with their PB scores. You know, I analyze basically. You know, you know we all know crossing is massive and this sort of stuff. Set pieces, goals. You know. All the, all the usual triggers when you're identifying football index players, and yeah, he he ticked every box. And then you throw a, you throw a potential transfer from a mediocre team in, yeah, yeah, 
you know, he, 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 he was, he was just the right call. Like, you know, I've got it regarding the frogs fine thing, you know, I like, you know, from a, from a record point of view, but Hey, I have the tweets there. Yeah. <laughs> it was, I was having, cause you text me and you said like, Oh, this guy should have been frogs fine, <clears throat> but he's, he's just one PB. And he obviously jumped up a bit, but he still wasn't by any means out of people's like uh, price range. He was still, yeah, under, he was still sub headline news. Yeah, yeah. So I I didn't think much of it. The other evening I was doing absolutely nothing. I was on a break from work and I was sitting flicking around my phone and just messing around. And <clears throat> I seen he scored a goal again. And as soon as as soon as the notification came in that he scored, I went in and I said, "Look, he's just scored the goal, which could potentially be the game winning goal." He, like, God knows what'll happen. There's a chance for PB tonight. Like this, this will be. Do you know? Because what I find often happens in football index, people see or hear something positive about a player, <clears throat> and then they kind of like, oh no, it's just a one off, or oh no, no, no. Do you know? Like he's he's just got a goal. I mean, anyone can just get a goal. But all it takes is that second little spark to go on a player. He, I'm gonna yeah. say, fucking flies. Totally right, man. Charity. So I seen the goal and I was like, this this is gonna this is gonna light up. So I, I piled in, I bought about four or five hundred futures in him, and I just sat and watched, and he got an assist, and he got another a goal. I got five PIPDs. He jumped up to one thirty something, he's back down to about one twenty something now. But I mean it's just that I find those players that are already in people's minds, but no one has the balls to stick their money where their mouth is. And then they do it again, or are liquid enough to do anything yeah, about it. And then the then the player flies. Um, I think he was a prime example of that. Yeah, no, that that that's it. Like at the end of the day, like um, the 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 be- like if you look at it from a like a like a like a wider trader perspective like you know i i interact with the community a lot you know whether it be like twitter or you know slack or whatever i read lots like you know even when i'm on slack like i i might not be participating in a daily conversation but i'm reading everything that's being said all the time and like you 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 pick up you pick up lots of like uh especially in the last month like bizarrely ironically enough i've literally had the best month i could have had like the best well not could have had but i've had the best month i have had yeah and um you know like this month has just been phenomenal and the flip side of that is you guys that are like really struggling not struggling but they're they're worried that you know their holds are dropping etc and like the way I see it is I am not taking anything away from premium holds. Like premium holds are premium holds. Most of the premium Not for me, man. No, but not for most, me. No, but let me finish. Like most of the premium holds are premium for a reason. Not all of them. Not you know, like there's 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 quite a few that are not. But the strategy I employ means that every player I buy, I feel is massively underpriced. So I do not have sleepless nights. You know, I have to I have to employ a lot of patience, etc. You know, like because I have to wait till the the masses catch on to what I believe is, you know, a, a quality player. And yeah, it takes time at times. But like, you know, I might have had a quieter few months of the se- early months of the season when everyone was booming. Now I'm booming. So like, you know, it's contrarian. Like, yeah, that, that's just it's a, it goes in peaks and troughs, man. It, it always does. You know, it doesn't. It's um, it's funny because like I actually I had like hundreds of amazing holds going into the season that just flew really well, but I started downsizing over the last month after that net net buy bonus everyone got, kind of slowly downsizing again next year kind of thing, and uh, the smaller my portfolios got, 
the more similar I've been to like the whole that whole thing people are like, oh I'm down half a percent I'm down a percent a day and all that kind of stuff the smaller portfolio got the more in line my portfolio was with like that general kind of consensus but I could see myself that the market wasn't really like that because I could see opportunities I wish I still had some money on the table for that I couldn't push the button on and you know it's kind of what you're saying John like some people need to have the balls to put 400 max uh, Philip but some people just don't have the money. You know what I mean as well? Like sometimes you're tied up in everything and you're like, oh, it's right yeah. in front of me, man. Like <laughs> My hand tied behind my back. But you that, know? <laughs> I like this, this week for me on football index has been somewhat, I not eye opening. It's been almost like a, an epiphany. And I'd say by this stage, I mean, it's been about 25 episodes or something. I don't even know what one this is. Um, 26, 27, something like that. Where I've, people, probably have an idea about me as a person if they've been listening from the first week people have an idea about how i trade people have an idea about the polls i like this week i have very my, my trading style not it hasn't changed overnight because i'm still getting to grips with the new one but i've just seen the other side to an extent in terms of i've had so many premium holds and you're talking i've had a few hundred of these guys you're talking six seven eight hundred quids worth of a guy sitting there and i got into them at the right time and i was up 150 quid on that trade alone with that player to up a quid per future great yeah well done john and i've let them just trickle away and they've been trickling and trickling and trickling and that's great and whatever and you're waiting on oh there'll be a wee dividend here and a wee dividend there and that's wonderful but right there's there's obviously pluses and negatives to both but what i've learned this week through not just the max phillip trade through a couple of other trades at that in the lower end that i've made Cash balance, multiple guests have said it um, so far. And I have said, yeah, that's obviously, that makes so much sense, but I've never done it. The other night I had a cash balance and I was able to capitalize on the Martinelli, Mart, Martinelli positional change. Not by much, but I made a quick 20, 30 quid. I bought your man Quaison when he scored his second goal as it went in the net. He jumped up by whatever. He scored his hat trick. He got about up about a fifth quick 10 15 percent made on him not much 20 quid in the bank 30 quid in the bank and then i piled into max uh philip just after that with the 400 futures and up whatever and i'm just looking at it thinking like i need a cash balance number one that's what i've learned this week i need a cash balance for opportunities the second thing i've learned this week is right well this is a conversation point i am a big guy for premium holds right i love them most of my port still is them but I was thinking about it. Let's say Raheem Sterling's 650. He's somewhere between that and seven quid, I think. But let's say he's 650 and I buy 100 of them for 650 pounds, right? And let's say he goes and scores really well and wins PB and gets 35 pence worth of cap up, okay? He's now worth 685. So for my 100 shares, I've made 35 pound, okay? So I've made 35 pound on that 650 quid. And he wins 16p, the golden goose, the 16p Starman dividend on a gold day. So he's up 51 pence on 650. I've made 51 quid from 650 quid, right? So I think if I look at that, I've made less, probably somewhere between 7 and 8% of my quick maths is right on that whole thing. And that's me waiting and hoping that Raheem Sterling jumps 35p and wins a gold day, which is the chances of that. I mean, they're I don't know, but they're they're not even three, four, five to one for him to do that in the next month. I'd say. 
I'm actually a big Sterling fan. I, I agree with everything you say there. That all makes total sense. But um, the thing that always puts me off trades like that is commission. You know what I mean? I just can't, I can't get past that. I hate it. On premium hold, see having to wait 13 pence to break even or whatever it might be. I hold that in Sterling. I still hold 100 of them there. All right, we we need to be we need to we need to be careful here, right? Okay, like yeah, I love Sterling, right? This that's not what this is about, okay? This is not me putting down Sterling. We'll pretend this is Cruz. We'll pretend this is Neymar or Sancho. Any premium hold, this is not an anti-Sancho or an anti-Sterling thing. I hold Sterling, okay? I hold a hundred of them and I haven't sold yet. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, what I'm getting at is, let's say all that happened. I had a hundred of any player. I shouldn't have said the name. Worth six fifty, okay? Six hundred and fifty pounds. The chances of that player in the next few weeks say winning me a 16p gold day dividend and getting 35 pence of cap up, okay? If I look at that and both those things happen, I get 7.5% to 8% return. However, if I can go and stick that 650 quid into a player and get 650 to 1,000 shares in a player and he jumps by... Oh, there's Maz involved here, lads. 25 pence. He doesn't have to jump by... Which is achievable for a cheaper player. 25 pence is Not even that. Very possible. You're like 10, 15 pence. I've probably made the same yeah. as I would have on the Sterling. Yeah. Anyway, that's where my thinking is going this week. And this isn't me bashing premium holds. Anyone who is actually a listener of the podcast and has been knows how big an advocate I've been for them. I'm just saying that my trading kind of philosophy has been questioned this week. Um, and I'm starting to maybe reevaluate. I think with premium players, you know? they're always relatively safe because... As the market grows, they're always going to be at the forefront of that. Big announcements, big changes. There's always one or two of them that are around the benefits. If you go back and look at every big thing that's happened, you know it might not always be Mbappe, Neymar, Messi, Sterling, or whatever, but sometimes it'll be Sterling, sometimes it'll be Messi. You know, the premium players are always at the forefront of all changes and progression, you know. Oh, that was a nice sound. And it was carefully timed. <laughs> that was a good carefully one. Timed. Not to take away from your point, <laughs> not to take away from your point, but that was a beautiful noise. No, it was, per- it was perfect. I was, was, I was waiting. Stop. I was waiting for you to finish, mate. Stop! <laughs> <laughs> it was beautiful. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. So my my take on what you've just been talking about is this, right? Okay. Um, I don't hold premium players. I I haven't held premium players since the share split. Um. Not because I don't value them, or I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't appreciate that they, you know, most of them, not all of them, but most of them are legitimately priced where where they are. I just have a strategy that basically identifies players that are lower down, mid, medium to low priced players that, like, I feel will offer me higher percentage returns through capital appreciation and dividends. All right, so. Regarding your comments, John, regarding maybe like so, um, you know, strategy change and stuff, you know, like it's it's a tough one. Like, like I always maintain that basically traders balance portfolios, etc. Trade how how what suits you, what suits your knowledge, what suits your your you know your 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 your, your expertise, etc. Whatever, but. The way I the way I feel that is that is, is exactly the same. Like you know, okay, if I, cards on the table, I like say a player does well and jumps to three quid, right? He's he's gone Imagine he's gone number. at three quid, and he he's he's he's, <laughs> he's at three quid. He's obviously 
Yeah, three quid. He's obviously a good player. You know, there's obviously reasons for him being three quid other than the ones that are just based on hype or youth or transfers, etc. But like, you know, so let's just say a, a three quid player um, is there. I look at him and I, and I go, all right, okay, he's three quid. I can find a player of the similar ability that costs half that. And and my, my feeling is if I can find that player that hasn't delivered like three quid player has delivered. So I'm looking at a player that say one point one pound fifty, half the three quid, and any any gains I make on that player, as long as I get that player right, are gonna be higher percentage returns than any you know, you know, one fifty to three quid's much easier than three quid to four fifty or three quid to six quid. You know, like so, it's all about analyzing. It's all about analyzing the market and the top of the market and what price, what price the top guys are, and you know, like that's why I said earlier, like I, I sleep easy at night because I believe that every player I own is ma- is underpriced. You know, don't get me wrong. Like you know, I'm not saying I've got everyone right or etc. You know, or I'm not saying that all the players that I've spoke about will deliver. I I like to think that eventually all of them will. You know, obviously, lots of them have delivered, so you know I feel great about that. But it's just, it, I I think it all comes down to balance portfolio. Like for me, I'm happy because of my my strategy and my knowledge. I can pick these players and and 100 believe that they can deliver and achieve what I want them to achieve. Other people might not feel like that. Other people are much more happier putting their money in a in a safer premium hold that's going to grow with the index that's going to like you say like that seven eight percent or whatever five percent on sterling you know like like if you if you compare that to money in a bank that's a great return well what it is is it's all horses for courses and it's all about the maintenance you're ready to put into portfolio the time and research and the the stress and the there's a million different ways to play i've said it so many times in the podcast do it how you want to do it and I'm just starting to think based on the amount of time that I put in because I have the podcast and I have index gain and I have this and I have that and I'm tracking football scores and this and that. I'm starting to think that I have the time to make higher percentage returns. And I think I'm almost being lazy by sitting on my premium holds. And that's just me by my change of my strategy. I'm not saying other people should. Again, yeah. it's all horses for courses, but it's just been a bit of an epiphany week for me. And I'm really starting to question. There's only really about three of my premium holds and i probably hold about 10 of these guys who are yeah. four quid plus are there even 10 guys who are four quid plus you know what i'm saying yeah <laughs> but i'm really starting to question that this week and that's just me from a personal standpoint based on the time i have and the research that i'm able to put in um because i've made like three or four trades this week um that have made me more money percentage wise in themselves than i have made off maybe. 80% of those premium holds. Hashtag frogs find. Sorry. <laughs> Hashtag frogs find. But I am here. Look, I am. This is something I didn't think about post pre podcast. I'm down for a slash. I need to go to the toilet. So sure, I'm going to give you the quick talking point, go right? Okay. Um, we could ramble on about this, but I do want to keep some element of structure out. Football index are giving different people different promotions. Oh. Have you any opinions on that? <laughs> Have you any thoughts on that? Been, when you take this away, I'm going to come back blind to the conversation. Oh, mate, like we're going to be like fighting, fighting ourselves and punching walls and shit. I'll come back and sort it out. I'll come back and sort it out. I'll be back in a minute. We're going for a pee. Uh, <laughs> okay. 
that's bollocks, mate. He left us at that point. That's I, harsh. I think that I think the reason he's asked me to do it, I don't know if you've seen, but I've been I've tried to make myself deliberately quite active on Twitter, try to pump it because I got a fifty pound code, which I was quite happy about. I'd have liked it to be a hundred pound uh-huh. code or something, you know. But I thought, you know, I've got this code and I've got a method of like getting it out. There. You know, no one loses in this equation. You know, so yeah, I made a video about it and put it out. So I think that's why he's um, uh, asked me to start on it. Yeah, no, I see, I've seen that. But it's just like hey, try and go for it. Yeah, no, like I, I just didn't, I didn't do it. I don't know why I didn't do it. Like, like I've got you know, like in terms of, I just thought I don't need to annoy my mates or anything. I could just like yeah, make a video yeah, explaining I mean, why you I, should. This is a promotion. If you want it, here's the code. You know. <laughs> yeah, no, there was. I just, I just, I just didn't like take it. I just didn't want. I don't know. It was probably stupid. I should have just like I should. Wow, what I do find interesting is that some people got. Uh, their own net buy bonus i find that very interesting that some people got that and other people didn't it's very smart that they're encouraging people they must see as like wait semi whales at least you know that have there's downsized also, there's also the other side you know that has to be the case yeah you know there's also the other side i've spoke just very smart i've spoke to people who got like bonuses that weren't active traders or hadn't deposited in a long time and you know, like you know, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I spoke to people that basically were like small, like small traders or people that hadn't, you know, deposited for several months. So, like, I, I don't like the whole like selection type approach to the whole thing. But, but I, I do get it. I like at the end of the day, like, it, if I, if I, I think, I, I think it's as long as active people are rewarded well. I think it's smart, man. You know, like. Yeah. I was quite happy to get 50 quid, but if it, i seen somebody else got 100 quid or something, I'd be raging. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd think, yeah, yeah I mean, give me a code. Yeah, I mean, give me a good code. I get, you know, I've had three new customers join Football Index for me making an eight-minute video and posting, like, seven tweets. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. imagine they gave me a decent bonus I could put out there. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the beauty of it, whole so as long as the right people benefit. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I think it's, who cares, man? <laughs> no, you're fucking right. Yeah, absolutely. So what was the general consensus then? As long as they give us all money, we're all right with it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a it's a funny one. It's a funny one. Like you know, we talk about you talk about deposit bonuses in general, and you talk about like oh, like how that affects the market, and like you know the mani- manipulation of the market. It's so et smart, but but at the end of, at the end of the day, if FI grows, we all win. Yeah, exactly. You know, like that, that, that's the bottom line. So whether that be within the UK, Ireland, etc., or whether it be other territories, Germany, Italy, or whatever it may be, like if FI grows, we win. You know, there's guys on the like, you know, like Big Don and you know guys like that that have been like that have been there since the beginning or whatever that have like huge percentage gains and like are people who bought Neymar for like ten p all this <laughs> you know, like, all this all these things that are like brutally like considering I'm like a lifelong football fan a lifelong FPL player a lifelong football gambler you know like I I, I take everything that should have found this early and I didn't find it early and it drives me effing mental yeah <laughs> but, yeah when did you open your account frog sorry well um i i first came across my mate started it in march 2018 i first started august 2018 oh, wow. i dabbled for like basically that whole season with like fuck all like we're very low the World Cup and there, then right? last there's a fr- third frog square yeah, exactly. Well, it's probably a lot more than that, but anyway, we'll go with three. Uh, <laughs> like you know, and then obviously last summer was where I was like, okay, if like actually this literally could 
like be be something that this the way I see it is like I look at FI is that. Like, you know, I've worked all my life. I've grafted, you know, like I've had multiple jobs. I've been at university. I've done lots of things. But I think every so often in life, you get handed or you get presented with opportunities. Totally agree with this, by the way. And and, and whether you take them, that's a different thing. I, I, you want to t- I'll tell you a little story. I have a friend of mine who I will talk to <laughs> when, I, when, when we talk about like FIFA, when we talk about the FIFA question that was asked, um, he, me and him would sit there and play career mode, like two-player FIFA, or sometimes one player would take game about. And we've had this since, you know, we met at university, we're life, uh, we've been friends ever since, and he's my best mate in the world. Ali, Ali like, shout out to you. So basically... Um, I'm going to have a drink to that, man. Yeah, no, basically what, what happened was, you know, you know electric cigarettes... So, like, I, I, I noticed these things early on, ages ago. And, like, like me, like, you, you see these great ideas, but you don't, you procrastinate and you don't do shit about them. And then, then all of a sudden, one of Ali's best friends growing up went and created a company. He now has, he now has a, an e-cigarette company with, like, 200 shops around the UK. Oh, really? Yeah. So, one, like, this... Sorry, no, 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 carry on. No, I was going to say, it's probably a name. It's quite big. I don't know if it's a good idea to say it or where we're recording or whatever, but I know. I can imagine what company that is, you know, like being, I take it they're Scottish, obviously. Yeah, he's Scottish, Edinburgh-based. Yeah. yeah, you probably know exactly who uh, it is. So, so the, yeah. my, my point being is that we knew about this, but like, you know, Ali, Ali's since acted on He Ali's done well. He's like several shops, etc. You know, me, I wasn't in a position to act. My, my, going back without like going off on too much of a tangent my point being is that every, every so often in life you get presented with an opportunity and for someone like me who's been literally other than my daughter football is the most important thing in the world to me you know you know and, it, and, and i don't it's not going to change like it's just it's just the way i love to travel i love to do lots of things but football is the thing and the ability to make money through something you love and know Crazy about, one, you know, it's that, that 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 to me, this is the best opportunity you could ever, I I could ever have, and like, yeah, you know, like I'm, I want to embrace it. I want to, like, you know, I wish I, I wish I had like big port money to invest in it. You know, I have a decent port. I, you know, like, I you know, I I make good money, and you know, I'm happy with that. You know, like, I'd love to have more to make even more. But hey, like at the end of the day. Like that, the whole thought of making money out of something that you're passionate about, wow, there's nothing better. Yeah. And just on that kind of like, it's almost like an entrepreneurial thing. Like I genuinely admire, like there's a guy, he might listen to this podcast. He's someone who I've talked about, talked to about getting into the football index for some time. He loves football. We'll go to every single, well, at least like anyone he can get it, anyone he can get to, uh, Irish, um, like national team matches. He'll go to all of them. He'll travel to the Euros. He loves Man United. He's all about football. And this is a guy, they've not dropped any names, so I'm sure he won't mind me sharing this kind of story, but we go on an annual like golf trip together, me and my family. This guy is essentially like my uncle, not blood, but he may as well be an uncle. He's one of my dad's best mates. And he's just got that do it, 
gene or that that attribute you know that like we all talk about things we all talk about oh that'd be a great idea yep. oh, geez that'd be amazing geez i could have made fidget spinners do you know yeah. there's so many <laughs> things that we all think like that's an amazing idea and none of us act on it but there's these guys who do and this is a guy who <laughs> multiple shops does multiple things and he just does it and he's made a lot of money and he's invested it we this, this kills me to this day it doesn't actually really. I, I'm so happy for him, but from a selfish point of view, I pick him up uh, up around Dundalk every year on the way. This is just for people from Ireland who are listening who might know the places. Uh, on the way to Moville, which is a little place up in uh, Donegal, very close to Derry. We play golf every year. And I pick him up. And the first year I picked him up, we left and we were coming up. And just as we were about to cross the board, he says, John, can you pull in a minute? I need to buy some shares. Um, there's been an announcement thing. I needed to deposit money and buy some shares in this company. I was like, oh, yeah, no worries. So I pulled in, took him 10 minutes. He bought these shares, right? Did, I didn't think I'd have more of it. The next year, same date next year, pick him up. This is proper tangent. But you know what, lads? It's the Christmas special. This is what we do. Yeah. Uh, right. he, he says, uh, I pick him up and we're driving up. And he says, do you remember last year I, we pulled in and I bought those shares? And I said, yeah. And he's like, yeah, so I bought like uh I bought like whatever. It was literally like, yeah, I bought like 20 grand's worth or 25 grand's worth. Um, it was a company I'd been tracking for a while called Amarin, for any of you who might trade in like Nasdaqy stuff. Amarin, A-M-R-N. They're an Irish, uh, it might be Irish, but they're a pharmaceutical company. And he said, uh, yeah, um, they were 2p a share at the time or two $2 a share at the time, $2 a share at the time. And I bought whatever twenty thousand or something, something stupid. I've got the numbers fudged here, but they were they were twenty dollars a future um on that car ride. And he said to me, John, this is going to pull back now to about sixteen to eighteen dollars each. Get in, he's like get in. So I went. In. I didn't have much at the time because I was big into football index. Now this was back in May, and I was like, like mate, I appreciate what you're saying, but I'm making good money at football index. I'm loving this product as well, and da da. But anyway, I stuck like a I stuck like a grand in and left it. And it's now up at about $24 per thing. Um, and he's saying, I buy more. It's going to go fucking crazy. I cursed. But that's his retirement plan. But anyway, this is proper digression of the highest order. But what I'm getting at is it's, it's that it's that conviction and that confidence and that I believe in this. I'm going to do it. Now, shares are a different thing. Not everyone has 50 grand to stick in the shares. That's not what I'm getting at. But it's that entrepreneurial gap. Is that what you're putting? No, not me. <laughs> not me. I wish, I wish. But I think for a lot of us, football index is that kind of thing. I think a lot of people who listen to this podcast and a lot of people we know on Twitter and Slack and everything and YouTube for you, Quinny, it's yeah. for a lot of us, I think we feel we've stumbled across a, a company in its early stages where we can make a lot of money. But then there's almost like a taboo where it's a gambling platform and you can't scream that too loudly because it's like, yeah, you can't go around to your, you can't, I can't go around and tell my dad, hopefully he isn't listening, dad, I have 10 grand in football index. He'd be like, you off your nut, you owe me 800 quid. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, it's, it's a, it's a funny one. Um, yeah. I, I, I think this is what, as you were saying, Frog. Sorry, that's a long monologue, and sorry for people listening. That's not the business we are, by the way. Um, but for you, but like Frog, like it is. I think this is one of those opportunities that in ten years, like there was a guy posted on Twitter. A lot of you've probably seen the other day, being like he just took ever and he's bought a house. He'll tell his grandkids about that. Yeah, you know? exactly, exactly. Do you know exactly? Incredible. Like, I, 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 I go back to I go back to one thing. Like um, I go back to a situation with my father where he was offered um, 
part ownership in a company and he refused because essentially when it comes down to it, he was scared. He was yeah. scared to invest the money uh, at the time in something he was <laughs> classic. <Love it. laughs> he, I didn't time mine so well. Yeah. And, you know, and he was, and he missed that opportunity. And, like, don't get me wrong, I'm, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm in my 30s and I've missed countless opportunities because I generally do look for them. But, like, whether I have the balls to actually act on them, that's, that's a different story. You know, like whether you talk about like cryptocurrency or shares or or whatever, you know, like the one thing when it comes down to it is like football. Well, hey, hey, I know that. <laughs> yeah. you know? Can I tell you a funny, this is a kind of tangent story you'll probably find quite amusing, right? I think he's watched Breaking Bad. Yeah, I have seen it all, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well. Don't I'm, tell us. Okay. No, 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 no. I've got mates, right, wait to hear this, who after watching Breaking Bad, started uh, buying in from America this like blue glass and uh, no, 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 it was even blue it was like clear glass like candy and then buying like blue food dye and i'm not kidding they would like just get this glass candy smash it into bits dye it blue put it in like a breaking bad style baggie and then sell it on ebay is like you know <laughs> breaking bad meth is obviously candy that's the way they advertise it and everything and they made they they done really well for like a year, and then it just fell off a cliff. And they had like three competitors in the world that were doing it, and it was like one was in America and one was in like China or something. <laughs> but they were just selling sweeties <laughs> on eBay and fucking you know. <laughs> but it was like but see as I say, you just see something, they just watch Breaking Bad, and they went, "I'm gonna sell sweeties." Yeah, you know I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's it. You know, I mean, I'd say like in terms of like life, I I I work for a big company and you know i do my job and whatever but i'd always have found myself quite entrepreneurial growing up and it was something like i mean like lads this is this is something no one on the podcast has ever heard when i was 18 or when i was 19 jeez i'm gonna laugh your fucking bollocks <laughs> off at this and i'll drop a quid in for that you want a quiz mail i was uh i shit you not i shit you not i was a professional magician i i, I... let that sink in oh my god oh my god Tell you how that came about. I'll tell you how that came about, right? Chubby Dynamo, they used to call me. Chubby Dynamo. Let's hear you getting out of glass bottles and shit. Let's go. Oh, John, see if you can put things in glass bottles, I'll be so impressed, man. I used to put bottle caps in glass bottles, but I'll tell you what I right, what happened was oh, wow. it's the same kind of thing as the podcast, which we talked about very briefly before recording. It's that um we're proper digressing here for about 20 minutes, but lads, you know what? It's Christmas special. We do what we want. Ah, who cares? <laughs> um, so, like, when I went, I went over to Camp America in 2012. You know the whole yeah, thing? Yeah, you yeah. go over, you work in a summer camp. I nearly did about, that. I didn't do it, but yeah, it was amazing. Uh, worked with adults with, like, severe learning disabilities, like, proper, proper care work. Really tough, but in the room, like, there was 20 of us who slept in this cabin, and the, the camper slept there, too. So it was 40 people in this cabin. But anyway, the guy in the bed next to me, um, he was a magician, and he did it really. He was really good at it, and he he was from Wales. And basically, I I would have always been into poker and card games and messing around and whatever. And uh, I just I just thought it was really cool. I mean, we were there for three months, 
And after about two weeks, I was like, you need to show me how to do this. I need to come out of this summer camp with more than just stories to tell. Like, I need to know how to do this stuff when I go home. Yeah. So he started showing me bit by bit. and But he wasn't. He wouldn't give much away with that whole magician's code. It was very much, go and learn this, do it flawlessly, come back to me, and I might show you something else. Yeah. So I kind of like, you know, you're standing around all day, you're supervising people, you're care working, you're this, you're that. But you had a, lot of, you had a bit of free time, a lot of standing about. Went and learned how to do card magic. Came home. And all my mates had went away to uni and I'd been off in Camp America and I was taking like a gap year and I was kind of sitting around, started working, practicing magic every evening. I was like, do you know what it is? I'm just going to try and make some money out of this. So I started, I got business cards done up, got this done up, did a Facebook page, did this. I started advertising. And I started out of nowhere and I, I did not have the credentials. I doubt anyone who's wedding ideas. Like this. I was doing weddings. I was charging like 250 quid for an hour. Now, when you're an 18-year-old lad oh, no who way. is getting paid eight, eight minimum wage mean. or something, I was going in doing an hour's work and getting 250 quid, and I was getting booked. Do you know what I mean? Like, in the summer, it was two a week, and uh, taxman didn't know anything, <laughs> but we'll say nothing about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, doubt, I doubt the UK taxman is listening. Um, and Yeah, but that was just that kind of thing. But it's the same thing with the podcast. I've said it before. Um, kind of, and it's shamelessly, it's like, I seen an opportunity. I was doing football index. I have no experience with this stuff. He's probably listening and think this guy's not know somebody's at. I I guarantee you, seventy five percent of my listeners could do what I do better. But the thing is that I just went and did it, and it's that kind of you're going to go and doing it. And I'm hoping in a year's time I can properly monetize this. And then obviously I've got Footstock or sponsors. Shout out to Footstock. If we won't go and try Footstock, click the link in the description. <laughs> but I didn't expect that sponsorship so quick. But again, it's back to that like. See an opportunity and take it. So if there's any of these listening, well, that, use this as your wee motivation. Just go and do what. Just go and ask someone for money to do something. And nine times out of ten, people having a clue with the rat, and they'll just say yeah. But see, but see, the thing about saying that is like you could say that about most everyone. But the thing about like anything is sometimes you don't always come up with a hundred percent of the idea. Sometimes you maybe have twenty percent of an idea, and then you hear something, something, you know, and then you're like, oh. That's what I've been thinking, or that's what I've been looking for, and then some. Suddenly, it all pieces it together, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, it's not. All, it's not always about coming up with the idea. It's about doing the idea well. That's true. That's very true. Well, that's it. I mean, there could be five chip shops in a row, and you could open a sixth one. But as long as you make the right, best chip, right. like whether, whether 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 like whether if you, whether you came up with the idea of Burger King, McDonald's, or Wimpy. Like the end of the day, like <laughs> that's a good example. They're all they're they're all this they're all the same thing. But Wimpy died to death, and Burger King and McDonald's are flourishing. You know, it's the same. It's the same. It's it's just about doing it well, whatever you do. But it, it first and foremost, it's about actually doing it. Yeah. And you know, like, like I've procrastinated about multiple ideas. You know, like, so you know, I've got a mate of mine that's made an absolute fortune from catering at music festivals. Yeah, and you know, like we sat, we sat in a pub in Edinburgh, pished, talking about the potential to do like a healthy eating idea for like a, for a, for a music festival, blah blah blah. Because generally, it was all burgers and crap, you know. Like, That's a great idea. Yeah, I'd love that if I went to festival. So he he came up with a pasta idea. So he he obviously offered like different types of healthy pastas, but he obviously offered like favorites like mac cheese, you know, yeah. you know, and you know, and he went off and done it, and damn, he made a fortune. And I was sitting there going. Uh, I was part of that. I was part of that conversation. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's just about doing it. That's it. Like you gotta take you gotta take a chance in life. And 
You know, like if you if you don't take a chance in life, then like there's nothing wrong with like being a good employee and like you know working your way and having a great life and like you know having a you know good family and all these sorts. Of, I'm not I'm not slant I'm not slanting that at all. But eventually, in my opinion, especially the world we live in, which is brutal and hard and like difficult and everything costs a bloody fortune, eventually you need to stand up and be counted. And you know, for me, the index is that. But like, yeah, we'll see where it ends. See what you're saying, Frog. See the thing that comes into my head is it's really when you boil all that down, it's like standing up. It's it's like backing yourself. You know, when you come up with these ideas, when you see things, you identify things that you know are going to do well. It's just backing yourself. Like, let's just go and do it. You know, like like you say, well, it's that's just, it. Well, it's that, backing you. That's ultimately what it is. You're backing it. You're like I so I know this. This is this will happen. And sometimes you need to deal with people around you that maybe don't always see that. You know. You've just got to go, I'm doing it. You know, that's it. And that's the beauty of football is because I've spent my whole life studying football. Yeah. Like, you know, like, like, you know, like you come across people on the index that, you know, less so now. I've not, I've not heard it as much. Maybe, maybe because people like, maybe people are not being as like open as whatever. But like back when I first started, I, I used to hear comments like, I never knew so much about French or Italian football until I joined the index. And I would think to myself, <laughs> I, 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 no, 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 no. But that's no, no. Like realistically, there's people that want to invest money that haven't followed football like others, and you know, like I, I, I used to think about it and go, I know it. I've been studying it for years. <laughs> you know, and that that it's just for me. The index is the thing that has given me that, like, the, a the opportunity, but b, I, I know I have the confidence to actually like like reach out and achieve the goals that i want to achieve and uh, yeah, it's beautiful it's a beautiful thing like you know hats off to adam cole but you back and... yourself totally exactly exactly i back myself like i don't i don't have like i used to like i'll tell you I'll tell you a little bit about history like over the years i've always looked for opportunity i, I played a lot of poker i was a good poker i am a good poker player lads but... i'm telling you high wide and handsome poker tournament 100 yeah. percent let's do it let's never do mind it. a live Sounds podcast good. who I... wants to watch me live talking shit for an hour we'll get it all <laughs> yeah. together we'll play a bit of poker and then we'll have pints you know? absolutely absolutely fucking right you know like <sighs> back in the back back in the early days like not early early days for me like early 2000s you know playing online with like stupid americans and you know yeah. so, you know like i'm i'm i made good money but flip side is i also good lost lost a lot of money same with betting like you know i i would back myself to like bet well but like don't get me wrong i'm not gonna say like i am not like i was a rash not a rational i was i was i wasn't as like um what's the word I, I like i wasn't as disciplined as like some people are and like you know i i could lose my shit and all the work you do in like yeah, all the all the good work you do in three months, you can undo in one night. Totally, that's very true. You know, and that that's that's <laughs> yeah, that, that that's that's where I was with betting. So even though I feel like I was like, I was great at betting on football, I could same, fuck yeah. it up very quickly. And the index, the index is different, man. It just like it just it allows me to put all that knowledge and all that like you know all that effort into something that. Like, you know, over time, I will do well. Like, I, I don't doubt that. See, see exactly what you're saying there as well. Like, I, 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 I try and say that all the time with when it comes to gambling as a conversation. Like, with Football Index, you need to understand the rules to understand my comment that I'm about to make, right? But you really cannot lose that much money. 
Like, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's exactly just, that it, much being. You can't. You cannot lose all your money. Like it's almost impossible to lose all your money. You know, what I mean, even a significant portion of your money is very difficult to lose. Yeah, you know I mean, if you understand the rules of the game in football, exactly. Like, Unless the company, you know, fold. so even it's it's better than accumulators instantly. You know, because accumulators you will always lose in stretches. You know, you'll never win every bet forever. Yeah, I completely you know? agree. And the thing I think, whenever you're telling people that football index is a gambling platform. What people don't realize is that that is the silver line. That is the beauty yeah. of it. There's no capital gains tax. <laughs> you know, it's a gambling platform. You know, it's tax free. Yeah. But, um, look, I think for me, I, I, what I love about it is you can lose money. My worst, not my worst trade, but my least profitable trade of all time is Daniel Parejo, who at the minute I'm sitting, I've about 250 or 300 of them, and I'm down 100 quid overall. I bought them 20 wow. or 30p up. Do the maths. I'm not sober. Um, but I'm holding him because I think he's an unbelievable PB hold going forward and that whatever. Um, I'm not going to pump him, but I mean, even if I instant sell now, I mean, for a what? For like a how many have I bought? For about eight hundred quid's worth. I'm well, done. Tell you, quid. Can, can I say something like, right now just before we move on quickly? Yeah. He is in the next round of the Champions League and he has got the Euros with Spain. You know what I mean? So see trades like that from being bad to being good. All it is is time. You well, know, you, if you sit on that target, I guarantee you, you won't be a hundred pound down. That's a fact, you know. But that's, that's why I've let him sit. I you haven't know. sold him. But what, what, the question I have is: is he has he got the Euros for Spain? Yeah, but it must be in the squad. Come on. Yeah, but yeah, prob- probably potentially. Like, like even still, like the the thing is with ba- the thing is with potentially bad trades, right? Is that I see this all the time. I see it daily. Like, oh, I'm struggling. This trade is down. Blah blah blah. Right. The reality of the matter is, like in in my opinion, we're early days. Right. So, like, if you have good, if you have good players, regardless of whether you bought them too high or not, if if the index continues to grow like we hope it will, then you know, you know, realistically, you're not going to lose out on it. But like what you're saying, like you're saying, like you're saying there, John, is that you know, even if you is okay, you lose a portion, or or you market sell at a doubt, at, at a loss, you're losing a portion, but you're not losing the whole lot, are you? Totally. And I think what you're saying is quite pertinent to a topic I wanted to very quickly discuss, and we'll maybe try and move on to questions. But Ooh. Memphis Depay and his Good. ACL, poor Good bastard. Guy. And I said the B word, but again, it goes back to that. In terms of that losing money factor on football index. I have no doubt, and people take sound bites and whatever and quote me on this. See when he comes back, and if it's next September he comes back, he will be worth more than he is he was when he got injured. Absolutely, 100%. absolutely, one hundred percent. You know, so in terms of a gambling platform, in terms of money lost, if you're patient, your money will come back to you. Don't worry about that. And even if Memphis Depay, which is worst case scenario, he plummeted what a quid from four fifty ish to three fifty ish, something like that. What you're talking 25 30% of his value is that terrible, Maz? On the spot? no, no, it's bang on, it's like 20 20 yeah. 25%. Yeah, yeah, Do you know like, what? Oh, no, I lost 20 25%. If you stuck that money on an accumulator, you lose 100% if you get it wrong. I could not get any more of any of this. Um, but anyway, look, I, I, I think, I think, I think if we could, you want to like start going to questions and stuff, and then we could tie this into like so the best and worst trades. Yeah, okay. Um, there's a, yeah. there's a question, yeah, well, there was a question about that. Let me find it here. And ask you, um, because I kind of have a general structure here, which is terrible. But we'd find who it was and give them some credit. 
Yes, Breeze Bot FI to each of you, best and worst trade of twenty nineteen. Go on, Frog, take it away. Okay, right, let, let's go. Let's go worst first because, like, okay, this this may sound a little bit arrogant, but um, I don't have too many stinkers. I don't really have many at all over since I've been on the index. But what I will say to this, and this is huge to any trader, new traders, whatever, is I used to be more a hundred times more impatient than I am now and I did used to IS too often though so like you know if you can combine combine that together to 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 reach over trading then yeah I used to do that so like I've lost money through that what I will say though currently my worst trade is Raja Nyangolan from Calgary is he your worst trade of 2019 if you'd have picked wow. one Really? Yeah, yeah, he's my worst trade. I am I am twenty I am twenty percent down on Raja Nyangol. I've won I've won I've won IPDs and things like that from him, but I am currently over twenty percent down on Raja Nyangolan. Like so, you know, I I bought him at like eighty odd pence and he's worth like sixty eight or something right now. So like, you know, I'm you know, I, I am currently down on him. Am I worried? Am I heck? You know, like, you know, like so the reality is, okay, you could talk about opportunity cost and all these buzzwords and all these things. You know, don't get me wrong. The real, <laughs> you know, no, look, don't get me wrong. Opportunity, like, don't get me started on opportunity cost. But, um, <laughs> you know, but, there but, a second, very, very quickly, someone did say, and I had it saved somewhere. Oh, I don't have it here. Basically, someone had said we should all take a shot if we say certain keywords. Opportunity cost is one. So you need to take... Yeah, okay, let's just take a shot. We we probably have a lot of shots to take if we're talking about keywords. I think it was three fingers, was it not? Three fingers. For, go for it. Go for it. Opportunity cost. Right, I just I, drank I half a can. I, heard I just drank half, half a can. can. Let's go. Let's go. Um, um, so basically, like, so Raja Nyan Golan currently is a big loss for me. Am I worried? No, because like he's 31 years old. He's a little bit of a break from my, my normal strategy, but I do genuinely believe that he he, he had in, in that number 10 role for calorie and, you know, they're like fifth in Syria and, you know, they're playing really well. Like I, I have little fear over that trade. You know, other people might look at that trade and go, oh shit, man. I'm like massively down on this guy. I'm like, nah, because he's quality and he's going to be involved in the good things that happen to that team. So like, you know, he, he'll recover, he'll bounce back. And like, whether he goes back after, after the loan or whether he signs permanently, I'm not caring because... <sighs> 31 on the index although i am ageist i'm ageist because i i i i genuinely look for players that that have limit like like a low number of limitations to their growth so like from from that reason alone i am quite ageist in the players that i buy and he is a bit of an exception to that but am i worried am i fuck <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that 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 like I mean, I don't think you have any reason to worry. Rajan Angolan's a cracking player. Quinny, who's your worst trade of twenty nineteen? Um, well, I was thinking about that. It depends. It depends how you define the worst. So, I'd probably say asking me that question today. I feel my worst trade was actually uh, Tony Cruz. So, like, see when the net deposit thing came on. Like, I kind of explained it briefly in one of my videos, but basically, I had a thousand pounds spare, and the net deposit, the net bonus came out and I thought I need to get this in there so I done that and I was kind of had a wee plan I was going to flip it from here to there to here to there then withdraw it 
and one of those chains was Cruz, and I got Cruz at one ninety two. I had like the fat end of a thousand pound in him, and um, to say the details on it, I held him for five days and got him two pounds twelve. Real Madrid played Champions League early kickoff against a minnow, and he bossed it in one PB. And I sold them. <laughs> I carried Oops. away with my chain. Yeah, I carried on with my chain from there. And then those other trades were mixed as well. Also, they were all very similar to this one I've just described, to be quite honest with you. Um, <laughs> and then obviously, you know where Chris is now and what he's done since then, you know. So if you were to ask me that today, I'd say that's my worst trade, was selling Tory Chris yeah. 2 twelve for like 20p profit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see, maintain, right? This is my first year in the index. And I have a few standout worst trades. If you're talking worst in terms of most money lost, definitely Daniel Parejo, but I haven't exited that trade exactly. yet, so it doesn't count. Um, In terms of one that sticks with me, people in the podcast will probably laugh when they hear me say it because people who listen, sorry, because I don't shut up about it. Pentaleb, Pentaleb. He's one of my first buys when I joined the index. He was scoring penalties left, right, and center, and I, I was just new, and I was like, "Oh yeah, this guy's amazing." Not that this guy's amazing. I had football knowledge. Like, oh, I remember Ben and I had a good wee streak in him. I remember that. So I, uh, I bought him at like a high, you know, mid game. He'd obviously put in the second goal and was on for PB or something. Schalke were still and, in the Champions uh, League as well back then. They had City. Probably. Yeah. It was like on the horizon, I think. And it was on the lead up to that game. He done really well for a while. I remember that. I bought him at the peak of that. And now this wasn't that bad a trade because I, I just instant sold very soon because I was new and I didn't have a clue what I was at. But it just sticks with me in terms of trying to trade in play without having a clue what I was at. It was a terrible trade. Remember, um, can I say something about Bentaleb? Do um, all right. Remember, remember when he scored in that Champions League game? Those two penalties. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I sat with a mate, right, and we were talking about Pentaleb, and I, I turned around and said to him before this happened, I said, "What the fuck does he actually do on a football pitch?" Malavoyevich. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he does. <laughs> he, he, he proceeded to score two penalties, and my mate turns to me and goes. That's what he does. <laughs> Sorry, fair deuce, my bad. <laughs> We've covered our worst trades. Will we go through the best trades very quickly and then get into some more deep questions? Uh, let's do it. Let's do very it. quickly. What's your What's your best trade? Okay, so okay, so um, best trades um, regarding um, I I have two right. Well, I have three actually. Well, the question's um, one frog, okay? The question's one. Yeah, well, I'm going to give you three. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <yeah>, I'm pissed. <laughs> you know, that's Evan quitting to the swear jar so far. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, 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 I don't give a shit about the swear jar. Anyway, um, let, let's do it. Okay, so before I before I became like, like before I started depositing, like, or I deposited a serious amount of money, um, Callum Hudson Adoy, I bought him early, I sold him high, I bought right at the bottom of the injury, and I sold again, like, once he'd climbed back up. So that was like, in the first, in the, oh, are you still there? I'm still here. Yeah, yeah, just listening to you. Oh, shit, sorry, uh, my phone, my computer went mental. Um, yeah, okay, so Callum Hudson Adoy was, like, massive for me. Um, but in real, in real terms, Basically, the best I've ever had is Alexander Golovin. Really? So, like six? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I I I bought him at sixty p. I tweeted him about him. I tweeted him like four or five pence later as a frog's find. I I I don't have an issue 
buying a player, then selling a player and buying them back when I feel that like nobody's going to be buying them. Yeah, agreed. So like I do that a lot. I I do that quite a lot. So from from basically sixty pence to two pound fifty, I missed fifteen pence. Yeah. So like you know that for me that's easily my most profitable because I went I had more money in the index. I went bigger on him because I totally back him for what he is, and like you know that 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 stands out as being like you know one of as the the big trade but hey like we, we've got to give further we've got to give further credit to philip max over the last four weeks don't yeah, we? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know you know like you know when you when you have a hundred when you have over a hundred percent roi in four weeks then hey that deserves special mention yeah but see the two things you just said there they're actually really closely linked because that's the best you, you, you always sell someday and i'm not saying um, this is not advice by the way this is just observation but the main reason i will sell somebody is if i think i could buy them in a month cheaper than i could sell them for today that's the main reason i'll always sell somebody yeah it doesn't matter how good they are it doesn't matter what's going for them if they're on you've considered to be a peak and you reckon there might be a little quiet period or whatever um that's that's always the first thing that will bring me to sell somebody is that instinct you know that's it mate that's it mate it's just all about knowing totally you know that, that's the game yeah i mean who cares if you see harder with it you could buy and sell just a pool of eight players forever you could you know like and players like remember Jimmy you know party is an ipd hold up and down last season yeah time around that 80, 80p thing i'm sure there's people who just traded jimmy Vardy every week but I'm quite telling you. <laughs> no, there, actually, there actually was. I actually know. Like, was it like something like fucking? Was it something like eighty-two pence to like ninety pence? You know, basically there was like I can like I just don't do. I don't. I don't. I like. I, I'm not like the best short-term trader. I'm not like. There's guys like you know like so Ginger, hard to get wrong, Pier- man. Ginger Pirlo. Like, don't get me wrong. I should be because I'm good at betting. I'm great at FPL. I'm great at FPL and all that. But maybe it's a time thing. But are for me, I just put it down to a strategy thing. Like I just, I just, I just buy players that I believe that will rise. So, like you know, I don't. Don't get me wrong. Probably the biggest reason is I don't have a bloody cash balance. Yeah. Quinny, <laughs> <laughs> what's your what's your best trade of twenty nineteen? Uh, well, it's a toss up between two for profit margins. I think I've not done the numbers on it, but uh, it'd probably be Sterling. I got some pre split. I think somewhere around four pound or whatever. I took him on a massive rise right after his announcement. It may have been the share split announcement or something. It was really early in the year. Same if I know I was in the share split. I had Van Dyke like mental cheap after the split. And I made a lot of money on them. But it was my portfolio is again. If anyone who watches the videos, you'll know it's not. It's never really much more than a thousand pound, give or take. You know, maybe fifteen hundred, maybe eight hundred. You know, but I kind of bounced around that level. Yeah. So actual like, pound notes maybe. 180 quid, you know, but um, percentage-wise, it was, it was probably mental. I can't remember. I tried to dig it out for this because everything's documented that I do, you know, so I thought, <laughs> brilliant, I could actually go and try and find like, my best trade that I've done, you know, and it took me 20 minutes and I thought, oh, I cannot be bothered. <laughs> I've got too much <laughs> to go through. <laughs> yeah. yeah, in my memory, Sterling or Van Dyke made me a lot of money earlier this year. And uh, I've also had guys like Sabitza and Pjanic, and, you know, I had a lot of the Rockets early season. I had all the PB midfield machines I had all the Leipzig boys except for Werner. You know, like I had a lot of hot stuff early doors. Don't talk about Sabitzer. Love Sabitzer. Love Sabitzer. 
I've been tracking Sabitzer since he was a good. <laughs> I'll tell you this. I've been tracking Sabitzer since he was a good anytime goal scorer for Salzburg. <laughs> so when I see he was like sixty three yeah, when I bought no, him. Same. Yeah, same. I, mean, I was like, that guy's a midfielder. He was last year. If he plays a little bit, he's worth more than sixty p easily. Yeah. Um, I, you know, so. The re- the reason I, the reason I say the reason I say don't talk about him is not because like I didn't have him I did the fr- the issue is is I was going to frogs find him and I didn't oh, and then he's like <laughs> yeah he's actually like re- got, gone ridiculous this season like over three hundred percent and I'm just like oh, he's actually shit, like I, like I've already covered worst trade and he's probably up there um as in I didn't catch him early I was sitting in an airport um after I came back from. Jeez, where was it? I don't know. Anywhere. I, I came back. I was sitting in the airport. I was bored. Uh, they were playing, and he scored. It was If you look on his price graph, it's when he jumped from 239 to 3 quid. Oh, wow. It yeah, was yeah, just yeah. as mm-hmm. whatever he did something else. I bought him at about 275 Um, thinking, this guy's going to keep going. And he went up to 290 something I was like, this is a great trade. He's going to keep going. And if not, I'm still up 20p. There's a bit of buffer there. He's sitting at two twenty eight now. I'm down fifty pounds per share. I only bought sixty of them because that was whatever was in the cash balance at the time. One hundred and sixty eight quid. Terrible trade. In terms of best trades, uh, in t- my best time sale is if you go and look up Daniel Mallon. I bought him when he was probably Ooh. about his price now, or one eighty ish. I I got out of him at two eighty four. Oh, he's I the mean, only player yeah. I know that I got out of at his peak. Peak peak. You know, peak, peak that I got peak, out of him at the peak, peak, the highest penny. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, I mean, Memphis Depay would have been a great trade if he didn't get injured. I was up over one hundred and fifty percent in him, but um, two hundred percent nearly. Do you want to? Do you want to know? Like, okay, I've had a little think since we've been talking, and do you want to know? Do you want to know the worst trade I've ever had? Tell us. Um, it's Martin Odegaard. Oh, did you get out too early? No, I, 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 I basically, I played. I've, I've played football manager. I've played, you know, all the games. Like, I know how. I, I know the hype around Odegaard, and like, I actually, like, I, I've not brought myself to look, but it was in the region of like thirty pence. Or maybe twenty pence, or whatever like pre-split it was, but it was last season, and like he, I go for a piss. Sorry, two seconds. No worries. No. And and he 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 was he was one that I was like, okay, like he's doing well in Holland, and like he could be really good. And I was like, you know, the hype the hype might actually materialize, etc. But hey, like he rose a bit. I sold, and I didn't back it. And I'm just, I've been, I've been, I've been eating. I've been angry ever since. Well, I'm not really angry because I don't get angry anymore. I've got a pretty chilled view about the whole thing. But like, yeah, that 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 does hurt. There's other ones like like when I put the big chunk of the money that I have in, like I had one premium buy. Like when 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 I put in the summer. When I put the big money in, I thought there's one premium hold that I want to hold, and that's Trent Alexander Arnold. Yeah. Right. And I held him. Like I, I put like a quarter of my deposit into Trent Alexander Arnold. And then as the, the the weeks and months well, a couple of months progressed, I I start to find other players that I feel that are massively underpriced. So what do I start doing? I start listing Trent. Yeah. And then and then and then eventually 
the world the world goes crazy for Trent and he doubles in price basically in no time and I'm like ah shit but like don't get me wrong I'll, I'll counter that with like what sort of money did I make on the other players probably pretty good totally man. No, well actually actually pretty good so did I lose out probably I didn't lose out but would I like to be holding a massive amount of Trent right now damn right I'd like to be holding a massive yeah. amount of Trent so hey you know it swings and swings and roundabouts eh? well, yeah yeah well look we'll move on from best and worst trades and we'll get into a few questions there's one more topic I wanted to cover, and we'll try and cover this in five minutes because we're already probably about an hour and twenty minutes into the pod. I, by the way, don't care how long yeah, it is. It's going to be longer. <laughs> do you do you, do you, do, you, do you have a limit to your like pod length? There's no limit. The, uh, well, 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 you better get you better get comfortable, pal. <laughs> Even if we had stop recording, we'll just keep chatting. But, um, the, yeah, no, it's more. I'm thinking from an editing perspective. Well, mate, mate, my, my, my sympathy, my sympathies are are low. Editing, <laughs> what? See once you get past the beginning, who cares? Just make sure it's all right. Then pump it. Who out. cares? Drumcast. Yeah, it's, it's got its own rules. But anyway, very quick topic. Um, it's the Holland name change. It's topical. Well, it's, it's current. I back it 100. percent So look, I'm gonna go at it. I'm gonna give you a bit of a monologue. Nothing major. But I'm going to give you a bit of a monologue and we'll go for it. So Vespasian, a guy who I had on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, posted on the forum in regards to how a name change. When I, I basically alerted the forum to it, and I'm sure they, a lot of them already knew, but I seen it was like, look, I went over to the forum because I was checking if there were any more questions for this. I happened to be preparing my notes at the time. No one had posted, so I said, okay, well, he wrote under it basically saying, oh, that's a nice can. And you know what? I'll open a can too. I need to say you have the campus cans and campus table I've ever seen. <laughs> on, on Twitter, that's my little flower glass table that sits beside my chair. Is the, camp, is the campus cans and table I've it's ever seen in my on life. It, Jesus. You're sort of a bit more rough than Stella. Like, um, someone called you out. You, you had a Stella box beside your Kurz Light to make your Kurz Light look harder. Oh. There's still Kurz Light. All right, okay, let, let's do some. Let, let's, do, let's do this. All right, I'm going to take a photo right now. I'm going to post it to Twitter. You carry on. Okay, you, you post yours. I'll post mine in a minute. I'm busy. Anyway, Holland, what Vespasian said was he said, proper project management is this. You identify an issue which is obviously names, effect, and media buzz. You plan the solution, you communicate the solution, and you execute the solution. At the minute, they're just firefighting individual cases based on who shouts the loudest, affecting prices, and a monumental shift of money. What I will put beside this is my... That's what he said. I agree with that wholeheartedly. However, I also understand the need for Football Index to to act on the Brout-Halland debacle based on how big a media story he is shaping up to be for January. They cannot leave it as is with a massive onboarding process and the confusion that will come with him not being in the media rankings. They, they can't leave it. However, could they do it better than a post at four o'clock on a Thursday saying Holland <laughs> has been changed? Yeah, he's going to register now. It's kind of like, oh, lads, I know you need to do it. I hate being overly critical. But I kind of feel like you could either do it for multiple people. You could have communicated it and said, as of the 1st of January, it'll change. You could have done... I don't know. I don't know where I... Can I email them to? What, sorry? 
They could have emailed everyone. Yeah, did they? I, I don't think they did, did they? No, but they could have. That's what I'm saying. Like, rather than a mad post at four o'clock, you know what I mean? Like, if you email everyone, then it's fair game. You know what I mean? Like, everybody's got their phone. Except, obviously, I know some workplaces, if you're working at four o'clock, you need to lock it away. But just in a random post, you may have notifications or, you know, something like that. Yeah. But at the very least, if everyone's got a direct email, like, we have told you this has happened, then yeah, they at least limit any uh, aggro that people are going to give them. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. just a mad Twitter post. Yeah, I mean, who not everyone's on Twitter for a start, of course. And then everything else I just said. All all I got all I gotta say is you better hope that I'm like like too preoccupied with making an actual Twitter post right now to get involved because I'm about to fucking blow up. Oh no. Like okay, let me finish this fucking post right that's now. That's two F words. I'm that's you at a tenor. I'm too scared. You've been warned. I'm too scared to open anything else. You're at a tenor. I'm I'm at a tenor. Uh, is that all? That's all. Keep keep saying afterwards. I don't think I've swore once, by the way. That's no, I don't think you have. I haven't been talking about it. You're not doing Glasgow very proud. I know. I know. <laughs> For fuck's sake, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, okay, let's go. Okay, shit got real. FI community. I need to tag you guys in this as well. Um, oh, high wide. Oh, shit. That's a great plug opportunity. So, if you follow John Nellis on Twitter, which is me, go and follow HWAH, High Wide and Handsome podcast on Twitter. Um, I don't really interact there as much. I just kind of want to build that just in case it kicks off in the future. Is that thing, yeah. Get it away from my own name. Of course, I, that makes sense. Um, yeah, it's kind of there. Other thing, if you're on Apple, go and leave a review. There's going to be a competition over Christmas for people who left Oof. reviews. Football Index Scotland won the last one. He won football in the football hey. manager twenty twenty, and uh, yeah, it's still not with him because apparently Amazon can't deliver because it's Christmas. So I've only That's just it. got the package. It's with my mum in the north. She's bringing it down for Christmas. I'm gonna package it up and send him. Anyway, he knows all this. Go and leave a review. You might win a prize. Leave your handle. Frog. Very quickly. What are your thoughts on the Howland debacle? I think it's an absolute fucking joke. like 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 let's be honest like okay like does do holland holders deserve to receive mb based on everything that's going to happen of course they do like without without even a second's thought of course they do like but my point is this it's the same as like fi veteran like made that tweet earlier and i commented on it and like it's the same thing it's like like why can you how can you make one rule for one and different for another it's fucking nonsense yeah like you know it's just not right it's not right like like it was like sorry who was it like shit he's like a he's a he's a good fit fi guy i can't actually remember but um he made the comment about rodri last summer like moving moving to man city and stuff and it's exactly that like it's like how can how can you like prioritize one over the other it should just be everyone like I just don't get like there was there was another comment on there like why is it so hard and that is exactly what I feel yeah. like why is it so bloody hard that they can't like just allow for all names within a name like all all parts of a name yeah to be included in in the algorithm in 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 the matrix to MB 
And then don't get me wrong, like like we know like Matrix issues regarding like uh, you know like like different Ronaldos or I can't actually it's not different Ronaldo, but you know there's different I know between Pepe's and stuff. The Pepe's different Pepe's and stuff. Like don't get me wrong, like they can edit that, they can pull them, they can go okay that's bo- that's bollocks, we'll pull that out, that doesn't count. But in terms of just allowing all names to count, I do not get why it's so fucking hard. It drives me fucking mental sorry <laughs> no, it's okay you just have a 13th place you're still laughing yeah. the one that gets me is Kylian Mbappé not having the accent over the A or the E or whatever it's insane see what I don't get what do you not get funny uh, see what I get there's one that hasn't been like surname value is like 10 first name value is like something smaller and any middle or secondary names beyond that are just detectable they don't get a score you know and then that's the they're searching all these websites and whatever, you know, because that's the way football is. It's all about surnames, number one. If it mentions the first name, who really gives a fuck for a start? <laughs> and if they have a big stupid long name, then yeah. for something like FI, why should that even be a consideration for holding something against somebody? Oh, it's not got their middle name in it. <laughs> you know, like, who gives a fuck? If it's got their surname in it, all the stories is Ronaldo Messi, Ronaldo Messi. It's not Cristiano Ronaldo and Leo Messi. You know what I mean? It's Ronaldo Messi, Ronaldo Messi, you know. Surnames have to be the main thing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It, it can't be hard to pay an intern to sit down for three weeks and type in Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo, CR7. Yeah. Messi, Lionel Messi, Leo Messi. Um, do you know Kun Aguero? I don't know if you could count, count Kun, or, but you could yeah, definitely count exactly. That's a great, that's know, a great example of Aguero you know, as well. That's a, I, I hadn't even thought about Kun Aguero. Do you know, do you know like it can't be hard. Um. But I do. I think. I think it is a case here. What Vespasian said was very fitting. It's they're firefighting individual cases based on who shouts loudest, and I think yeah. they've absolutely messed up in terms of doing him alone and how they did it. However, I do think it needed done, and they had to do it. I just feel they should have done it with another everyone. few players or everyone. They probably can't do everyone based on manpower or something. But I think they should have at least threw in an Al-Qaeda and a, maybe an Mbappé or something. Do you know, I think it's kind of like sweeten the deal for other boys. I don't know. No, 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 no. Like, okay, so there are consequences of circumstance. Like, you know, like everyone knows that fucking Erlen Brot Haaland is going to be the most talked about player over the next few weeks. Fair play. He is. He's and legitimately see if, see if Norway qualified for the Euros as well, he'll go mental. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if they beat Scotland and then Serbia. But if we just take price and legitimacy, like our, our importance out of the equation, then like it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. At the end of the day, like, like okay, we talk about Opta. We talk about, like, don't get me wrong, like Max Arnold. Let's talk about Max Arnold. You know, Max Arnold's been like the, the week of the Max, you know? Like he's won, yeah. he's won, <laughs> he, he's, he's won PB twice. He won PB yesterday with like a base score and like you know like don't get me wrong like the, the community who have been around a long time know the history with like so like talking about players and other people shooting them down etc but my point my 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 point is, is it's just that like how can you how how like that's opta that's opta like don't get me wrong there was loads of little changes yesterday like between the on the pb table regarding who was going to win and eventually max arnold ended up as the top midfielder so that that according to fi is down 
to Opta. So we have to take Opta's like totally. Opta's decision on that to happen. Regarding MB, that's all FI. That's FI. FI have the power. So they need to stand up. They need to stand up and accept the fact that if people if papers, media, like whatever it may be, talk about a player, whether they just use a surname or a forename or whatever the fuck they use, it drives me nuts. They just need to accept it all and then like take away the ones that don't count. Well, look, in fairness to FI, I think that they have said that MB is a priority to them. Yeah, uh, no, fair play. Adam Cole well, did do that. Yeah, he did. In terms of the Bright Holland thing, if we're really just going to fly past this now, because I don't want to talk about it for much longer, I think the bottom line is it's wrong how they did it. They picked Darling Bright Holland. They shouldn't have done that. They should have done it with everyone. Exactly. But they did need to do it before January. But what they've done is they've probably sat there in Adam Cole Towers and realized we can't physically do it with everyone. So let's just do it with Bright Hall and they get these boys to shut up. We're all guessing, really, aren't we? I don't have the I don't have the expertise to know why, but why can't they do it with everyone? I don't. But I'll tell you this, lads, and this is a great time for announcement. Just as there's no one else listening, I'd say ninety percent of the people listening have like said, "Do you know what I've done with it?" It's an honor. Are they really? You're part of the ten percent. If you're part of the ten (laughs) percent, I'm speculating. I'm speculating from this podcast. Next week's guests, there's plural. We've got Dan Neild, Football Index employee, and we've got Joe Briggs, no Football Index employee, coming wow. on the podcast. Yeah, boys. So no way, that is incredible. Just got real. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so I'll ask them. I hope the mic's picking up. I'm clapping my hands. I'll ask them. Do you know now if both of them are done, at least Dan will be. He said Joe wants to come on and he's going to try and schedule it so they both can. If not, Joe will come on later one himself. Joe is the hero of the video. <laughs> he is the boy. He is their podcast host. He's a voice of the competitor. I never all the adverts that man. <laughs> the voice of the third biggest football index podcast that exists. <laughs> the third biggest. I love it. Anyway. <laughs> It seems like such a nice guy and all that, but he is clearly just like a pure super nice guy around their office and all that, mate. Do you want to do this advert? And he's like, all right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, just, he's like the voice of everything. <laughs> just like, oh, Joe, you do it. I'd be talking to them next week. I'll annoy them about Halland. I'm going to annoy them about a lot of things. I'll also praise them for stuff. Oh, there are some issues that so I'm funny. definitely going to pickle their heads and pickle their brains about. And you know yourself, it's one of those where if they're coming on the podcast, they'll probably say, I'll listen to the last one and see what the vibe is. Lads, if you're listening... <laughs> I'm probably going to ask you about how Ireland are exempt from competitions. I'm going to ask you how many shares it is to move a, move like a player's price. I'm going to ask you about the marketing thing. That's exciting. The weekly or monthly new dividends. Hallen's name change. The up the name our goal. And I'll probably ask you about different promotions for different accounts and the logic behind that. A lot of these will have great things, but they're questions that the community has. So when I put out for questions next week, give me everything. Um, give me it all. And uh, yeah, we'll have a bit of fun. Anyway, we'll move on. I think it's time for some questions. I think we've done only one or two. Right, maybe. Hold, stop, stop. Says stop. Okay, so uh, from that from that point where you've just asked for the questions, you can edit. I need to go for a piss, okay? Perfect. So I'll be back. I'll be back. Frog, we're second. not editing pisses, mate. It's a drunk cast. Yeah, exactly. It's, like, uh, uh, it's too deep in. 
Frogs away. Frogs thinks I edit more than I edit. I literally edit out burps and farts. I don't edit out like massive periods of the podcast. That's the rule. Take the anyway. First, just take the first ten minutes and then like the first time I dropped off. See, as soon as you know all that, it's fine. Who yeah. cares, man? Just pump it. Out. Exactly. The lads are going to hear this. Lads, we've had a bit of trouble with Quinny. Aye. Do you know? But we're we're going to make it work. Um. Okay. Pizarro has asked miscellaneous question. Uh, from the the forum the drink is showing now that's a quality combo of football index knowledge sober at least what abv are you pitching at a solid five percent or a mere cooking lager four percent due to volume uh what are you rocking quinny i'm on believe it or not i've got bottles of copperberg four percent copper Copperberg, Quinny. Do you know what? Yeah, I'm not, I'm I appreciate a, that. I appreciate your honesty. Not a big drinker, mate. I appreciate your honesty. I'm drunk maybe four However, times a year. To be honest, I'm not a big drinker. Tell me this. What percentage is it? I wouldn't be surprised if that's now four and a half. It's four, mate. Just checked it. It's four. Right, I'll tell you this much for free. I'm a Boomer slash Magners drinker when I drink cans. I love this stuff too. I yeah. bought Rockshore, assuming they'd be the same. Rockshore cider. I don't, I don't know if they're an English thing as well, but they're definitely in Ireland. And I expect that I'd be rocking a, a, a healthy four and a half. This thing is 4%. There you go. Then. No wonder it tastes so good. I know. No wonder it tastes so good. Just in it. Whereas that frog there was drinking his Coors Light for a while and now he's on Stella, so he's probably about to go and bait the wife. Yeah, that's it, man. <laughs> wife beater, baby. Let's fucking do it. <laughs> lucky. I guess I guess they're lucky that like I finally decided to like not have a fucking girlfriend for a change. I touched on, I think it was Tom Molyneux and there was someone else who I, I joked about girlfriends with who just broken up with people. Are you recently out of a relationship? No, no, mate. No, mate. Um, basically, long story short, um, I have had relationships most of my fucking life, but since I broke up with the missus that is the mother of my child, I have taken a, like a serious like like distance from actual serious relationships for a change. It's not my style, but I'm trying it, mate. I'm trying it. Try it. Get Tinder installed. Have some fun. You'll be fucking laughing. Yeah. No, absolutely. You haven't cursed enough. I have not cursed enough for how much has been bigged up, Frog. You've cursed 17 times. I'm rocking a mere about six or seven. <laughs> I can't wait till January 1st or the first podcast of January where I can go mental. Um, another question, very quickly. Aaron Palace, who's a big, big fan of the show and who always gives me questions. So, Aaron, you're a great lad. Uh, could the three of you start a movement to get Twitter users to stop calling Adam Cole Daddy every time he tweets something? Easily. It's crazy and weird. I wasn't aware of that until I read the question. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I wasn't aware of that until I read the question, but I am happy to back that all the way. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not sure how we start a movement, but yeah, it's fucking cringe. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm going to get behind it. I mean, like, do you know what? Big AC, Daddy, do you know? No, I, I lie. I, I thought I was going to get behind it. I said it, and I'm not behind it. Lads, please stop. <laughs> yeah. No, like, hey, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, like, you know, you got, you got to respect, you got to respect the man for what he's done and doing. You know, like, fair play to, like, you know, without him, this is nothing. Like, we wouldn't be here without him. But yeah, daddy's a bit fucking creepy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The first, the first five people, the hashtag, high wide and. Adam Cole isn't daddy. The first people oh. that I, I lied in. 
Hi Wyden, hey, Adam Cole isn't daddy. It's a weirdly long hashtag. If I see five people doing it and you tag the podcast, you get a shout shout out in the podcast oh, next week. That's a, that's a movement right there. That's been started. They're all getting shout that's outs. A movement. <laughs> I'll ask them if they call him daddy in the office. <laughs> Palace, Palace is going to be happy. Shit got real there. Like. He is. He did, yeah. I doubt people will hashtag it. But anyway, <laughs> Football Index Gurry wants to know what your preferred can is. My preferred can is actually this Rockshore stuff, Rockshore cider. Uh, I'm also a big advocate for Magners and uh, Boomer cider. I drink beer if I'm out in the pub. I drink cider if I'm drinking cans. Um, that's just how I live. So you keep the camp stuff for at home, yeah? Yeah, keep behind closed doors, <laughs> behind closed doors. I do drink cider in the pub, but I'm more open to drinking. Pub. I, I honestly didn't drink uh, beer for like years. I can't stand beer. Um, really just was not a fan. Hated it. Well, you're drinking Copperberg, Quinny. Yeah, I can't stand beer. See, uh, do you know I come to Blue Dogs to make beer? Or, uh, like a craft beer or whatever. Oh, yeah. Uh, one of my mates, he's like a pure, like, really good engineer with them, goes all over the world, like, they build new plants and stuff like that. And he go, he is mad about beer. Like, he knows, you know, I mean, you can blind him one beer that was made in Southampton three years ago, <laughs> you know, with something else, and they would be able to tell you, like, oh, <laughs> metal beer. Yeah, skills, skills. Just insanely crazy for it, man. Absolutely, frog watcher, man. For 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 me, for me, I'm 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 not fussy. Like, um, basically, I'm I'm a lager drinker. So, like, don't get me wrong. Like, like I I I understand that. Turbo shandies. No, no, no. Hey, it has been known. Lads, I drank a turbo shandy last weekend. Hey, hey, mate, hey, mate. I can, I can tell there's, I can, I can tell there's a fellow Scott in the room. No. Lads, I'm telling you, I have a photo here. I bought four turbo shandies to the boys last week. Thinking, oh, that would be great. Four turbo shandies, four Smirnoff ice, four vodkas, and four half pints. Sixty quid. Oh, oh, man. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad I drink in Scotland and not fucking Ireland. <laughs> John, John, you'll this. My birthday is St Patrick's Day. Oh, I love it. Check that out. Seventeenth. Where's it at? Uh, and uh, I'll tell you the year as well. Okay, uh, eighty-eight Celtic centenary year, St Patrick's Day. But I went to Dublin for my twenty first, and it was the most expensive holiday I've ever had. And I'll be a Dubai, Jakarta, oh. fucking <laughs> Ireland was the most expensive holiday I've ever had, man. It was crazy, dear yeah, man. Like five fifty a five or five fifty a pint. It's like. Crazy, man. Do you remember all my posts um, a few, a couple, like several weeks ago about me being in Amsterdam? No. Like, do you not remember that? Okay, fair play. Like, thanks for following me, mate. Like, it's okay, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just off for a big period of inactivity. The princesses kissed the frog anyway, did they? <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, I've been, I've been, I've been all over the world, and that four, three days in Amsterdam, like Jesus effing Christ, like oh my God, I spent an absolute. Fortune. There's things in Amsterdam that cost money that you can't do anywhere. Well, else. hey, I'm not, I'm not going to talk about <laughs> what I spent the money on. <laughs> so. So, having Amsterdam as an expensive holiday raises questions. You know, yeah. I'd say there's only about two percent of our listeners, or maybe even one, that are female. So sorry, MDJ, and sorry, football index board. <laughs> sorry, MDJ, that's bang on. For any of those female listeners, football if anyone ever says to you, "I went to Amsterdam, spent an absolute fortune," ask some questions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> football index buzz. Football index buzz. MDJ, yeah. Sorry, you two girls. I, I I'm apologize. sorry for my. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, they don't. It's funny. It's funny when they like chat to her online. They're like, "Hey, hey, pal, or hey, mate, or hey, dude." All right, lad. You know, <laughs> all right, lad. <laughs> I'm always there, like, uh, it, like I think I sent a gif one time under one of them, being like, "It's just some funny thing about it. it's a woman or something." Um, but it's it's very funny. Like no one has a clue, and you wouldn't have a clue. And here's another shout out: any index women hit me up. Hit me up. I want more index women on the podcast. Absolutely. Uh, Irish, you get jumped to the front of the queue because uh, there's been requests for an Irish football index lady for a long time. I'm going to have to get my girlfriend to bluff it soon. There's got to be one. There has, has to, to be at least one. one. Like, fuck sake, one. But um, so we'll move on very quickly. Um, picks. Alistair Pickers asks, who is Findex Frog's favorite ever FIFA career mode player and why? Frog. Before we go any further, Ooh. do you play FIFA now? Um, okay, like um, long story short, um, basically I've played FIFA all my life, and I. <laughs> long story short. <laughs> no, 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 no. Trust me, I will. Like uh, <laughs> PS and Xbox. No, no Xbox, 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 Xbox. Oh, someone has. Okay. Oh no, okay. no, no, all right, no, okay. no, no. All right. I haven't played FIFA for the last couple of years. And then I bought a, I bought I bought a new PlayStation in the in the Black Friday oh. sale, and so no, not PlayStation Xbox. I bought a new Xbox in the Black mm-hmm. Friday sale, and my mother my mother asked me, "What do you want for Christmas?" And I was like, "Okay, get me FIFA, right?" So that was cool. End of blah blah blah. I get home from work, I open my Xbox. And it's digital only. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I didn't know that either, man. I, I really didn't. But hey, apparently you can get a code and everything's okay. But yeah, no, I'm I'm FIFA loyal. Like I was football manager back in the day, but I grew out of that and got bored of it. But yeah, I'm still FIFA career mode. I don't play Ultimate Team or any of that fucking shite. You know, I I, I oh, Ultimate Team is Ultimate man. No, ultimate it's team not me. Ultimate. It's not it. Oh, oh time. Do you play Ultimate Team? Yeah, I play Ultimate Team on PlayStation, John. If you've got PlayStation, we're gaming. Oh, mate, me and you. Do you know what? We're coming off. We're having a few more cans. We're playing a game of FIFA. That's what's going down. And 100%, what's mate. Going down, it's happening tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> probably guess what my PSN handle is as well. <laughs> it's the exact same as my Twitter, pretty much. <laughs> Mine is for anyone listening. If you ever want a game of FIFA with the Dawn and not the Dawn, I'm actually pretty crap. But if you want any game of FIFA, add Meerkat Face. I'm not going into it. I'm not discussing that. Meerkat, M-E-E-R-A-A-T, Face. Add that. Your randomness bears no bounds, oh John Nellis. I'm so random. I'm so <laughs> random. Oh my God, I'm so quirky. I'm like, I'm so random. Do you remember when you were like 14? It used to be cool to be random. Anyway, yeah, maybe it's I just me. Yeah. Hey, we're still 14, man. We're still <laughs> fucking 14. Lads, I'm going to run for a pee, but I'm going to ask you as a quick question to discuss while I run. We need to wrap this up probably in the next 15 minutes or so. It'll be a two-hour pod. I think that's a good one. Um forget the euros martin b has asked forget the euros the world cup final is on the 18th of december 2022 who do you tip on thursday the 19th of december for a three-year hold that's today wow if you buy today like why did you have to ask that one that's an amazing I, question I think that's a really nice question based on time and the thought that went into it that's an amazing <sighs> question man i expect you two to have your answers in by the time i get back oh, okay I know my answer already. Can we talk about the other question? I know my answer already. Can <laughs> you give us yours? And then Frog can be more pessimistic and, and a, a Debbie Downer and tell us more about who he would pick. 
and then I tell you, but I'm going for a P. I'll tell you the name, and then I'll go on. Okay. Gabriel Jesus. That's my name. Who I'd be holding for the World Cup final. 100%, man. Like, I'll go on, or I'll wait for you to come back, or no, no okay, I'll, I'll, I'll respond to that. Okay, all right. Like, we're, since since the um, our our like almighty leader John Nellis is like actually <laughs> actually ignored like ninety percent of the questions. I'm going to talk about a few of them right now. Right. Okay. Okay. So and I'll, and I'll tie it in. Okay. So basically, we were asked a question regarding like one player from each position forever, or like you know, you remember? Did you see that question? Oh wait, are you already looking for the next question? No, 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 John, 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 you've not like gone through the questions well enough, so I'm going to do it. All right, frog, frog the host. Let's do it. You're the host. <laughs> I'm the host now. So basically, tying into like what you were saying regarding like the next World Cup and stuff, um, we were also asked the question that if you could just buy one player from each each That's position, a great each position, who would it be? So. Basically, I took that as like if you're going to buy one player from each position and just leave it, just ignore it. Like you know that 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 was my that was how I took it. So that's how I answered it. And um, Quinny just went on regarding the 22 World Cup and um, Gabriel Jesus. Great, like great, great shout. Absolutely. Yeah, great. Shout. Absolutely. But like regarding the one player from each position, it's fucking hard. Football Index TSL asked that question just to give him a shout out. Yeah, no, you should do. Yeah, it is tough. Who would you pick? Okay, so defender, you got to go Trent. You go Trent a million times. Like you have to go Trent. Like, I think like you have to. Yeah, I do. Like, I do like, if, if you're putting your money, if I'm buying and forgetting. I go cheaper. To be honest with you, if I'm buying and forgetting, I go cheaper. No, 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 no. You know my strategy, Quinny. Yeah, yeah, you know sorry. that I always go cheaper. But no, I always go cheaper. But if I'm going to put my money in someone and I'm going to believe in the product, I'm going to go trend every day of the week. You know, re- regarding the midfield, well, that is that is a fucking tough one. That's brutal. But I'll give you two shouts, which I don't own currently. I actually don't own any three of these players. <laughs> <laughs> which might sound which might sound bizarre to many, but it's a strategy call, and um, based on where we are right now. But like, I I see players that are priced above where I am, and like, I don't I don't discount I don't discount their their merits or etc. I just have a strategy, and defender Trent, midfielder Martin Odegaard, Ooh. striker Rodrigo. Didn't see the. I didn't see the Rodrigo. Rodrigo Moreno. Yeah. No. 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 Rodrigo was in Real Madrid's young Rodrigo. Oh, got you. Who'd you say for midfield again? Martin Odegaard. Odegaard. Yeah, I think I think Odegaard is a cracking call. I really do, because I rate yeah, the boy same. so highly, and I think everyone does. Um, in terms of a forward, <sighs> it's a tough one. I mean, the only no, I'm not even going to go back into defender to keep this moving. In terms of a forward. Have you got someone, Quinny? Uh, well, if I was to go for forward, buying and forgetting, it would be Mbappe all day. Like I don't really like, as I've said earlier on. Really? But yeah, oh, hundred percent. Mbappe's uh, Mbappe's going to be the best man, big time. I love yeah, Mbappe. But, but, but just based on the fact that, like, because he's going to be best in the world, and he is going to be the best in the world, I totally one hundred percent agree with well, that. If if you're buying and forgetting, right? Let's even say. Let's even say buying and forgetting is just for just for the length of the hold, right? Like three years. Okay. 
So over three years, right? Let's just call a spade a spade, right? There'll be umpteen changes to Football Index, and ter- not even in terms of just the dynamics of the how the product works, but also the market it holds. You know, the amount of users it has, the amount of money it's floating about in three years' time. That Mbappe is not going to be PSG forever. If he leaves, it doesn't matter where he goes. He's going to be Ronaldo's on the way out. You know, Messi still got another five years in him, probably at a good level. Whether all that's at Barca or in Argentina or whatever is another matter, obviously. But Mbappe is he's big time the future. It's not Neymar's Neymar's had his shot. I think you know, for me, Mbappe is the future big time. He'll go he'll go to the best clubs. He'll only ever play for the best clubs for the next ten years. Yeah, I mean, he's only going to do... You are right. You are right. You know, like, and uh, for midfield, I don't know, I'd probably go with Foden for a similar reason. I think Foden, like, the heat. Yeah. See, as soon as he gets into that City team, all, every paper, talk sport, Sky, everybody, it's going to be Foden. Foden, he's the prodigal son of Guardiola. You know what I mean? He's Stockport, Iniesta, all that stuff. And then for a defender, I'd go really cheap. I'd go Mukiele at RB Leipzig. I don't know if you're oh, seen my, my, my boy, my boy. <laughs> if you've actually seen it, see if you've actually seen him play football, he's incredible. I frogs find him at like sixty p, mate. <laughs> I've I've bought and sold him a few times. I've yeah. bought and sold him a few times. He's if you actually watch him play football, I've seen uh, I've seen uh, Leipzig live at Parkhead last year, mm. and he played in a back three with Dale Upamecano. And I forget who the other centre back was. It wasn't Orban, and uh, it wasn't Konate. It was somebody else. Okay. Um, and it was, and I was excited to see Upamecano in the flesh. Oh, the flesh, you know, because that, that time man. last year, he was the big hype. You know, he's like, oh, this be French wonder kid. Arsenal want him, man. You want him. And that Mukiele was taller, faster, stronger, more composing. Everyone on the pitch. You know, he was incredible. And I've seen him on the TV, obviously. But he was incredible. Yeah, talk talk about that for a second. Like you talk about Upa Meccano versus Mikelele. Like both hugely like like hugely hugely talented young players that have big potential. But like my personal opinion is Mikelele's ceiling is way higher than Upa Meccano's. Like that, 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 that yeah, that's, just, that's just my opinion. Because Mikelele plays centre back and right back just as good as as each other you know like it doesn't matter like totally you know, like mukulele mukulele is one of my favorite young players in world football i love that kid i fucking love that kid he's so good man yeah if you actually watch him like he's and obviously you have from the way you talk about him you know what i mean but he's he's so good man if you actually see him like we've had quality really silky really cool he's got nice little turns and passes and all that you know what i mean but see in terms of after leipzig uh, Mukiele has got the job on him. More teams will want him. He's so strong, fast, powerful. He's got all of those attributes. You know what I mean? And more teams will want to buy him. You know that's just a fact. You know when they actually look at the data. It's, you know all these teams. You know what I mean? They've got millions of pounds all over them, and a lot of that money goes into it goes into asset. You know evaluation. You know what I mean? Scouting. It's so you come then. across a really good centre back these days. I mean, yeah, but the, the, the beauty of Mukiele is he is both. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, my bad. No, I just probably just went for it. Um, I mean, strikers were notoriously at Sunes was given out to Gary Neville. I remember on a something very recently about when Neville was talking about strikers. It was only this week. Sunes was saying 
Strikers are the most expensive players. You're going to love my Scottish accent, lads. These two have all. Strikers are the most expensive of all the players for a reason. There's been a murder. There's been a murder. There's been a murder. <laughs> <laughs> I usually say them because they score goals and the hardest players to find. They'll give you 25 goals a season. I agree with that. And that's wonderful. But centre backs are getting to that. Centre backs are getting to that stage, I think. Where, like, if you really look for a world class centre back, the, the prices are going up and up. I mean, they're tough. They're yeah, really but tough yeah. That, doesn't, that doesn't mean they're good for FI, though. No, no, it does not. But, but it means it means potentially really good ones are good for FI because it's, it's all the big teams want to find the next Van Dyke. They want to find the next Laporte. Exactly, exactly. You know I mean? like, exactly, exactly. If we go back to the original question, like best player for each position, like who you would hold, like I am totally breaking from strategy. Like, you know, like my strategy is all about finding the guy that is massively undervalued. I just looked at that question and was like, okay, so I've got, I've got to pick one guy that I believe will deliver in that position. And that's what I did. And like, yeah, like if you'd asked me the one guy that I feel in that position that will rise the most, and that's a different story. Well, look, we'll, we'll move on quickly and cover one or two more. This is going to be a two-hour pod. Good luck to you, lads. Um, we'll go for just because he's a mate of the show and we'll all have a drink to him because he's a good lad football index manager go and give him a shout Cheers. go and give him a hey, follow good lad hey Bal go on Connor mate he bet he doesn't even listen to this the bastard and there's another <laughs> 100% he will 100% he will you don't listen there's another one anyway uh, first of all what a lineup. thanks Connor mate should be a great listen which player do you think will rise the most we're not actually going to ask this question because we've already gone there I'm just giving him a shout out We've already kind of gone here. Who'll rise the most in the lead up to the Euros? We've covered stuff like that. But anyway, that was more of a shout out to, to Football Index Manager. Football MDJ. Shout out to Football MDJ. Go on. Hey. I just had a drink. One of the hey, Mel. How are you doing, Paul? On, Mel. You all right? <laughs> sorry, sorry. I was, I was looking at something else. This, My bad. This is a deeper <laughs> one. This is a deeper one. Have you ever fallen out of love with Football Index? And if oh, so, this question. what did you do to rekindle the passion? And I think she's fallen out of love with Football Index because I've seen her post on something recently and people got back to her and she sort of said, oh, do you know what? I think I kind of was more given out about my whatever. I think she's fallen out of love with Football Index. Has it happened to you? Did you read the repercussions of that tweet? Yes, I did. A wee bit. I did, but I've had it. Can't, I, I don't remember. Nothing against Mel. There was nothing to, like the the Mel. The Mel question was great. Like there's nothing against like Mel's question, but there was one guy that came in. I can't remember who it was. He came in. and It was like he was talking about like certain accounts getting preferential treatment and blah blah. Like, like you know, that, was that the same thread? Yeah, that's the same thread. Like that. That's the same thread. And then Mel came back and was like, "Oh shit, I'm sorry. Like, what? Like, what have I started, etc." Like, like at the end of the day, okay, like. Let's look at today, right? Let's look at fucking Erlen Brot Halland. And he he was flying. He was massively flying. And then later on in the day, the index announced that his name had been changed. Okay. So it's very normal and natural to expect, like, okay, was he flying based on, you know, expectation of a move and all the like Instagram shit that he's doing and like all that sort of thing. or where people tipped off based on the fact that his name could be changed for media buzz. Like, like, like it's a good question. It's a legitimate question. However, 
my my personal opinion is I don't give a fuck. I get the conspiracy theories and I get all that. And I think it's easy to shoot them down. And I think they are big. They're blown up by the conspiracy theorists to a point that it's easy to shoot them down. However, if you mean to tell me that Tom Randerson of Football Index doesn't get any sort of wind in the office that exactly. maybe it might be changing, you're a liar. There yeah, and if Tom Randerson doesn't have anything. And if he doesn't, and he'll say, oh, no, yeah, of course, of course, yeah, company man, yeah, 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 yeah of course, of course, we say no, hon. If you mean to tell me that Tom Randerson does not text his mates and say, lads, by Holland, the name's changing, you're a liar. And I'm not a mad conspiracy theorist, and I don't believe in preferential treatment within this product. And I'm all about it if it does happen. It's just natural within any company or anything. There's always going to be that. But it's one of those where it's like... I think, see where the main problem comes in? I think, see, because people understand, accept, or, you know, however you want to think of it as, that the, the, the whales do have, like, account managers and that kind of thing. I think people's main gripe is it's potentially that interaction that's the leak rather than an employee texting their pals. Because if my pal worked at Football Index, how much money have I got? <laughs> I mean, to buy Highland, like 200 quid. You know, if I, I yes, my whole portfolio, I'd have a thousand pounds, you know, but it would cost me a lot. Would it really be worth it? You know, so I think it's more, that's, that's people's problem. I'm not saying that's the thing. I'm just saying I think that's more people's problem that it's a link or a leak from inside to outside. Okay, all right. I think that's where people's problem is, you know. All right, let, let, let's look at it this way, right? Okay, like, um, I have, like, okay, I am, like, defined by the community, and, like, probably rightfully so, as a tipster, you know? And um, when I tweet a player, um, they're, they're, they're generally, not always, but, like, the most of the time, there's a reaction and there's a fucking jump from like whatever price he may be to what price what price like what price he is an hour two hours three hours later so this is why we got him drunk yeah this is why we got him drunk. yeah exactly exactly like exactly <laughs> but, but the reality is that okay like i'm an i'm a brutally honest sort of guy like i'm not trying i'm not gonna hide behind shit like the reality is what it is but so like when i tweet a player that that I believe is undervalued on the index, and like when I tweet it, I get a reaction based. I don't look for that reaction. Like people might not believe me. I don't give a shit to be honest. Like for record, you've told me that off recording. Um, yeah, yeah. There's been times where I've kind of been, you've been thinking of switching on human and hand about frogs fines and stuff, and I've been kind of like, right, well, look, there's no pressure, but I mean, like. We'll be recording tomorrow and also like have one in mind and whatever and we'll go with that. And you're very much like, oh, I don't know. I might even give a frog's find. I might do this. I might pick transfer speculation and pick maybe five or ten players. You're really not going for that. And it surprised me because, like, don't get me wrong, a lot of people in your position would really abuse that. Yeah, it's just um, not. It's but not. I think, and it shows with a lot of your picks that they are great picks because they get that immediate spike. And then they might tailor off by a penny or two, and then they'll rise for a week or two because people are like, "Oh yeah, actually, do you know what the man, the man, the man made sense." But they should rise based on performance first yeah. and foremost, not based on the fact that I say them. Like you know, like like that's my whole point. It's like don't get me wrong, I've not got them all right. Like like don't get me wrong, even the ones that like 
on the surface, if you look at prices, might not look as being right ones now. I've backed them based on ability, based on future transfers, based on whatever. You know, like you know, I I'm gonna I'm gonna release something over the weekend, basically like looking at all the players that I've picked and whether a I still hold them, like why I tweeted them, blah blah blah. I'll do that. I'm gonna do that over the weekend. My point being is that like people, like people just. People are very quick to judge. Like people are always like in for a quick gain, and that's just not the way it is with me. Like I just generally look for players that generally will like deliver. Like I'm not saying it's going to be now. I'm not going to say it's next week, but in the months, years ahead, they will. You know. Yeah. Well, look, lads. I think it's. Do you know? I'm actually really enjoying the conversation. Can I just I think... see, see, see? Sorry, John. Can I just get back to the thing Mel said? Can I, because uh, Dude, see, like, oh, have you, have you ever fallen out of love? All that kind of thing. I actually like. I didn't fall out of love, but I went through a period of like disconnect with football index just through being too busy to like. When I get into something, and you guys, I'm sure, will be very similar in different in, in the same way. Maybe with different things, or probably with football index, of course. But when you get into something, sometimes you know the word is immersion. You know, you do immerse yourself in something. You know, you're on it all the time. You're listening to everything. You're watching everything keeping up on top of things and to do that that level to be that active in something all the time 24 7 365 is a lot you know so sometimes like i find myself like mm. you'd maybe class it as falling out of love but i just find myself exhausted sometimes and the best thing you can do is like delete the app for a week you know and just not go on twitter and just like yeah i'm not engaging you know you're trading too much you're selling when you shouldn't be and you know it you can't stop yourself you know sometimes the best thing you can do is just take two steps back do you know what i'm actually happy with everything or do you know what i'm a wee bit question marks over him him and him let me just market sell them i'll leave everything else i'll turn this off for a week two weeks a month wherever you need to and i'll come back to it and i 100 percent guarantee nobody will do that and regret it you know well there's always an exception don't get me wrong an injury to pie, that kind of thing, of course, you know, done for scenes. But by but, but that to one side, you know, you can't really be too. No, you're, you're, absolutely, you're absolutely right, Quinny. Like, the reality is, is that, like, there's also a factor that people are so used to, like, gaining money all the time. Yep, totally. And 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 then then when shit slows down, they're like, "Oh fuck! Like, why am I not gaining money? Like, why am I not like generating money?" And I'm like, "Well, at the end of the day, you need to like take a step back and you need to look at it and go, well, like, okay, look at the players specifically, individually. Look at the players. Like, why why is that player not gaining money? Like, 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 speak to other people. Like, talk to your friends. Talk to other people within the community. Like, discuss each hold as an individual why you hold that player and then then you'll get such a bigger picture but you also got to remember the massive thing which like we've spoke about earlier in the pod is the fact that in my opinion and the opinion of many others we are early adopters we're not big don we're not like like we don't have every player for 20 pence you know, you know, like, you know we, we, we just don't. We just don't. Unfortunately, we don't. However, every player, if we if we believe in the product like we do, we every player is still massively low in where they're going to be. Totally. And the thing you always need to yeah. ask yourself as well, is see when people are questioning the product or whatever, if you question the product, what you're actually questioning is the British, even if they never expand, 
the British public's ability to gamble on football. <laughs> so that is what you're questioning. And if that's your question, yeah. did you did yeah. you see what the Bet three six five oh uh, Bet three six five girl get paid? Our basic wage was two hundred and seventy seven million. Was our yeah. basic wage? Coach. Yeah, I mean, I, coach. So if your question of football, that's for your, your it's not football index. It's the British public's ability to gamble on football. As long as that exists, exactly. you know what I mean. Then you've got nothing to worry about. As long as that exists, you know. <laughs> Gabby isn't getting paid. Sorry, Adam Cole isn't getting paid that much. Oh, of course, Do you know. But that's how much money is in gambling. You know, like obviously that Pepe <laughs> Six Five is a bigger company. It's worldwide, I believe. You know, but the point yeah. still remains. Yeah, you know I mean, as long as people are gambling, football is going to be involved in that, and it's yeah. But you need to, we need, and we need it to, develops and gets e- better. Everyone that. needs to remember that this is gambling because, like, like legally this is gambling but this is different man this is massively different yeah. right the gamble is the pie doing his acl that's the gamble yeah but even that even you know, that, that you're drop, really like, taking. drop like a pence and he's already on the way to recovery exactly exactly yeah i mean i think you're right that's why i said it last week the podcast we're asked what the safest hold is and i said injury holds because the big risk to any hold is injury the big risk to any hold isn't even a hamstring fucking thing there's another curse word. The big, the big like risk to any hold is an ACL. It's a metatarsal. It's a broken leg. It's a broken ankle. It's Andre Gomez. Do you know, it's not a pulled hamstring. So Depay was the worst thing that can happen. Callum Hudson and Doit was the worst thing that can happen. Yeah, but that you know? also presents um, opportunity. Yeah, exactly. Again, if you buy at the bottom, but Memphis Depay's went up 20-25p or something stupid yeah, in the last two days. I, I'm not, I've not been involved. You're laughing. I've not been involved in the five. I did that. If that's the worst thing that can happen, yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> is it really that bad? This is <laughs> like okay, like uh, I'm gonna like totally like proper rant mode, even more than I've already done. But um, like this, literally, this literally could save our country. I I genuinely believe the pies ACL could save our country. Or not, 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 <laughs> not not Memphis not Memphis the pie specifically. But, but like I'm not gonna lie. Let's look at came out my nose right now. Yeah, okay. All right, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Listen, listen to the big the picture. ACL. Listen, listen to the big picture. All right. The big picture is we have a nation obsessed with gambling don't get me wrong john you're an irishman you've been obsessed with gambling for like four million years i'm painting yeah yeah you know you have like don't get me wrong you also didn't vote to leave the eu but that's for another day i live (laughs) in a small town in the north of scotland and what's happened in the last few months in this small town a william hill closed to me that is a that is a fucking sign. What? Don't get me wrong. You could argue what? whether it's like um, betting machines limiting how much people can gamble or people betting online. Don't get me wrong. There's there's other factors that could. But my point being is that as much as I've bet my whole adult life, betting is a virus. Better. And it really can. It can destroy people, destroy families, destroy companies. And the football index in my opinion, is is an avenue to have the same level of interest and obsession without the risk. That's my opinion. Well, I think I think you get a lot of the endorsements. million percent on board. Gambling on PB buzz. And I think a lot of people can say a lot of negative things about GMK, and a lot of them are probably fair, and a lot of them probably aren't. But something that I felt for me was very hard-hitting or like eye-opening in terms of as long as i've done the podcast now 
one of the more like real moments I've had was talking to GMK and him telling me about he had a serious gambling problem, like a serious gambling problem, and Football Index essentially saved him. And you know, at the bottom line is we're all grown men. We all have little petty, stupid opinions about Football Index, and it's all a bunch of shit. The bottom line is, in terms of actual people's lives being affected, the fact that that man, aside from his Twitter handle, had an issue and Football Index saved them to an extent, is beautiful. And if that can happen with more and more people, it's a different way of gambling. And again, it is, it's the game changed. It's completely different than traditional accumulators um, where the house always wins. John, I totally agree with all that. You know? and like, see, see like the very first video I made on YouTube. It was called um, Football Index versus Sky Bet. And like, you, you, it's not a good video. I'm not recommending you watch it, right? But what I basically did is see at the turn of the year, I started recording videos. Skybet introduced a feature where you could look at your complete P&L yeah. on that, that account. You know, it was the first thing that I, I'd ever noticed. That. And I was on gamble websites a lot, and it really opened my eyes. And you would know, say, only gamble what you can afford. I was probably gambling very close to the maximum I could afford, but it didn't actually affect anything in my life. But like all of my excess income, I'd do £50 on a Friday, £20 on a Saturday, Maybe a ten on a Sunday, and then if it's one game and a Monday, and I fancy a goal score, maybe put fit, maybe a ten or you know, depends what I could afford, you know. But I would virtually put the maximum I could afford. Yeah. And having football index, like guys who watch my videos regularly will hear me talk about it all the time. But like, I took my car for an MOT and I got a crazy bill. It ended up not costing me that as much as the crazy bill I got, but I could pay for it. even the crazy bill, even the crazy bill. I could have paid for it in three days, but I asked my portfolio, and I wouldn't have not have been able to do that had I continued traditional betting. Like, that is a fact of the matter. You can say, oh, you don't want that bet, and I don't want that bet, but I wouldn't have had that money three days later if I wanted Because it. you would have got on demand. 400 quid. Yeah. Stupid fucking evens bet or something, yeah. you know, because that's the beauty. That's the hard thing about it. You always think, oh, I stuck the tenner in and I've got 70 quid back. I'm going to lump 70 quid on and make 600 quid. And it doesn't work like that, but you think it does. Yeah. And it gets me every time. The only time I ever bet now, I deposit a fiver or a tenner if I'm in a pub drinking pints watching a game as a little thing. And you know, I often bet on players who aren't in my portfolio, obviously, <laughs> kind of hedging my bets. Yeah. Like, but, um, well, I did that with Foden. Yeah, look, that, that's I spoke about in a video recently. I did the exact same thing with Foden. You know, I didn't have him and I thought, fuck, I put 22 quid on him to score. And he didn't score, but he got an assist and he played well. And I thought, fuck, if I had yeah. in the index, <laughs> 22 quid, I'd still have it. <laughs> I had, I had yeah. two bets yesterday, right? And I had two £10 bets on both teams to score on six games. And I had the same two. That's no, yeah, that that's how I do it now. Like, I, like I, I, like I used to like do like one bet at a time, build it up. You know, I used to do quite well from it. But like now, now I'm just like, yeah, it's just purely speculative. A bit of banter, a bit of fun, blah blah blah. So I, I had two ten pound bets, both teams to score, and the other bet was one corner each team, each half. Each half. Right, so basically, my both teams to score five games came in, no bother at all. The only game that let me down was the fucking El Clasico. <laughs> like, 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 are you actually serious? And then my my both teams to have a corner each team won ten pound, one hundred and forty one pounds return. Like, I you know, I, you know that happy days. Like, but I'm just looking at it, going like. Like, like, what are the chances? Like, okay, like you look through the past results. There's been other games where 
both teams haven't scored, but a nil-nil draw in an El Clasico? Like, like, what's the fucking point? Like, just, like, put the money in the index. That's the fucking reality. Yeah. But look, lads, I think, we, I think we should wrap it up there. It's over two hours. This will be the longest pod ever. Two guests, Christmas special. Who gives a fuck? There's another quid to charity. But, um, yeah, well, look, we'll wrap it up. If anyone is still with us, Thank you so much for listening to this. Um, in terms of where they can find you, both. Apologize for all the people that had questions that we haven't answered because they're probably fucking loads. Uh, we rambled, to be fair, we rambled about entrepreneurs and a load of bollocks for about 30 minutes. My, my, my mate's going to be raging that we haven't talked perhaps, about the like, best FIFA players ever. <laughs> that, that's, that's reality. On a FIFA note, I, I might go play some FIFA. I might go play some FIFA. Who knows? Quinny, let's go and do it. it. But anyway, lads, look, very quickly before we wrap up, I'll give you a quick summary on where people can find you. Correct me if I'm wrong. Frog, you're Findex Frog on both Slack and Twitter. That's where people find you. You drop a Frog's Find weekly most of the time. They can find you there. We were going to cover it, but we just rambled on too much. So you'll obviously drop a Frog's Find the next couple of days. Uh, I will. Quinny, your Quotan clan, shortly to be changed to Quinny. Or is it Jonathan Quinn? Yeah, well, my handle will be remaining the same, but my the way it appears on Twitter will going forward be Quinny, and so on YouTube from Jonathan Quinn, my yeah. normal name. So Quinny, of, uh, YouTube, yep. and on thing. When I release this podcast, I'll tag you both. Um, go and check the lads out. Um, I mean, Quinny puts a lot of time into YouTube, and Frog puts a lot of time into his research. We're all half scuttled here. We've talked a lot of shit. If you're still here, thanks for listening. <laughs> lads, anything you'd add to that, or is that pretty much where you want to be found? That's bang on. I am bang yeah. on, mate. Hey, hey. You, you'll find uh, anyone who's new to it doesn't know what I do or whatever. You'll find everything on my Twitter account if you if you follow John on Twitter. Find you on Twitter. And, yeah, you'll find everything. Yeah, you'll be tagged. Go and go and have a sconce. Um, but lads, we we'll wrap it up. Bye.